so let me explain what's happening now 20 some episodes in i finally made a big uh big tech boo-boo and i deleted files i i downloaded the wrong files from the flash drive from the hard drive. made a fucky wucky is this are we starting the podcast is this it we started 20 minutes we we started before when before nick started talking about that other stuff um yeah let's just leave it at that talking shit on people (laughs) nick was spilling some they really were um so (laughs) dropping truth bombs is what i was doing (laughs) so listen listen here's what happened i thought that i downloaded the right files from the sd card and then i was like hey you know what i should clean up this sd card turns out i did the wrong thing puts it in the bath watches it with soap yep i I cleaned it real well tried to recover the files didn't get it and i did the wrong ones i go to edit the first file and it's like all right so it's a good just minute all right cool it's just us talking for like 60 seconds and i was just like fuck like i knew immediately what had happened and i knew Ah. how screwed i was in that moment so the audience good news is now on on that those lost audio clips because (laughs) <laughs> that's gonna be First our like the deluxe edition of the podcast that comes out 20 years from now is gonna have these <laughs> but like, you trying wanna... to recreate 60 minutes let me see it 20 oh, minutes God. ago <laughs> and, and after like... a while you don't realize like i spent more time trying to recover the files than i did mm-hmm. uh than we did recording the files here this is what it sounds like i don't know if you guys will be able to hear this Can you hear that at all? Oh, never mind. Oh. Okay, never mind. <laughs> that worked a lot worse than I meant it to. Um, uh, so yeah, so we're recording the first half of our episode again. I'm sorry. We're gonna have the great energy. So naturally, I mean, a couple days out, we remember exactly what happened. So we're gonna try and recreate it word for word. Yeah. Do you guys all have your scripts? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, that was part of yeah. the script, by the way. <laughs> Yes, no, every every um, every ah, every awkward <laughs> pause is all part of the script. Yep. Um, so okay, what how do we start? Welcome to Coldplay Ross, is that what it is? Yeah, uh, that's that's, that's a pretty solid place. Well, we do that afterwards. A hole. Ahab, I've already yeah. talked. You know, you're speaking A-hole. a lot before we've introduced you. By the way, yeah, and, and funnily enough, that was the exact oh, issue we bit. had. What? Yeah, the, we had a bit with that on the last episode. Yeah. So the problem okay, is, you want to do it? Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know why you act surprised when we're reading from a script. <laughs> There's nothing okay. for me to say here. Somebody else jump in. Welcome to Coldplay R Us. Uh, thanks. Sorry. I, my name is JD. I'm sorry for I'm all. Nick. I'm sorry for everything. And it's I'm not sorry for anything. <laughs> We've got a Very special. Very sad way. Start it's, this. It's my name is JD, and I apologize. <laughs> I am so sorry. It's, it's as close to a support group as I'm going to get on this for podcast. Basically, <laughs> like, they wouldn't have known if we hadn't said anything. <laughs> Except for maybe an hour in when somehow our vocals like shift wildly to yeah. different mics. Like, it's right, it's right before, after we, it's, it's right after we talk or when we start talking about yes. So we'll be like, oh, hey, let's all just go. We have to move recording locations, right? Like, yeah, okay. And then we come back with different mics. Yeah. And two of the three of us have a really good mic setup right now. And Caleb is, I was telling him before mm-hmm. your audio came on, you look like you're like a disc jockey at like 98.7. And you play, you do like the ten to twelve slot at night. Why you would know? you wait to say that until we're we're live? 
Oh, you I said, said that before we started recording. Oh, now, we have I a special radio like a jockey. Is, we have a this special jockey, guest. A um, he's the uh, uh, former lead singer of Spark Plug. He's the former lead singer of uh, The Great Indoors. He's the former lead singer of uh, <laughs> Caleb Waldvogel. Caleb Richard. Uh, Caleb Richard live at Epic Coffee House is available to download <laughs> on Bandcamp Fridays <laughs> for four ninety five. <laughs> uh, in actuality, he is the lead singer of uh, one of the, one of the co lead right singers. Um, I think he's got a 24% split um, with the rest of the band. Uh, spark plug. Nope. God damn it. Fucking, Nick, can go? you just do it? Can you just fucking do it, please? <laughs> can you just do it? But I, before I do it, I will do it. I don't it. think he knows the names. Where does that extra 4% go? What do you mean the extra 4%? You said 24%. Right. <gasps> you said he's a quarter. This whole time, no, have no, I been getting paid no, jo- less? No, so they all have 24, but John has 27. Uh, 28. <laughs> John has 28 or something. Okay. Uh, 27, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I guess that is the way someone's got to have the majority. You got to break, you got to break those ties. Someone's got to have the majority America. Yeah. And that's 28% apparently. Cause I also can't do math. Well, let me but, try. Yeah. All we have Caleb, Caleb Bobo here. Front man. <laughs> front man extraordinaire. Front man extraordinaire. <laughs> I can't even lizard. think of the band names yeah, right now. He's things. stretching it. This is new thing. Uh, <laughs> this is new thing. The new fad that he's part of. Uh, he's the, he's the oh lead singer of, of the band Political Lizard and the project <laughs> the, Low Face. How would you like to be introduced, by the way? What do you request? Yeah. 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 How would you yeah, like to be introduced is a question we uh, ask after we introduce you. <laughs> You stumbled and fell on your face during that introduction, but we found our way. You think I was ready here. for it to be thrown the, to I, me? Well, <laughs> just uh, uh, so, yeah, singer of Low Phase and co-singer of Political Lizard. So Political Lizard is an interesting project it, actually. you sing with your other co-singer, Jenna, you sing every other word on every song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So your vocal track. is just you, fair. When you, when you mm-hmm. isolate it, it's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really have you cool. ever had a song with an odd number of words though? What did what did you do there? Like that's every other a song? terrible question. Why would why would we write a song with an odd number of okay. words? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, not to toot my own horn, Nick, as a songwriter as well, but that's not something you do. Yeah, you don't write a song without with an odd. Take number a note of from words. Lennon. Okay. Yeah. He did. You know what? He wrote a song did, with an odd yeah, number he, of words, and did he? He went, oh, this is my oh. song with all number of words. Oh, I'm going to oh, go no. for a walk. Oh, do you want me to sign that J.D. Salinger? Oh, no. Is that John Lennon? <laughs> go, Nick. Go, Nick. Get it. Okay. So, all right, everyone on the count <laughs> of three. Accent. Everyone oh, no. name. Shut up. Everyone name your favorite political lizard song. Three, two, one, go. Wasting away. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that <laughs> fell flat on its face. I think I think I like Words of the Wind more. <laughs> That song sucks. Um, I think oh, I think wasting. No, it doesn't. It's actually very. It's very very pretty. I cried. Yeah, I, uh, one, one of my favorite shows was when you sh- you went to the that uh, Otis Supply. Yeah, yeah. That wow. still blows my mind. You there, it I blows mean, your mind. Yeah, because I like you were coming there, and I was like, oh sweet, I'll go. And I show up, and one of my coworkers is there. I'm like, what oh, the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So he, so he went Caleb, to high school with Jenna's mom. <laughs> really? I don't remember. Yeah. I don't think I ever heard that story. Um, so anyway, P- Political Lizard and the new project Low Phase, uh, you can you can check out on social meds and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, 
low phase i mean again as as the older brother uh the one with the sort of definitive opinion on most things that you do in life um low phase is very exciting <laughs> it is really it is a really cool as of press thing. time the one the one thing you have released I'm big fan of <laughs> that sounds like a bit of a diss. <laughs> you know we're yeah. getting you know in the studio did not July. mean it that way at all but i i see what you mean <laughs> i will i do want to say real quick caleb um just to call you out I believe it was Monday mm. night mm. or Sunday night. I sent you three demos of my mm -hmm. own. Mm -hmm. And this is the first time I've talked to you since then. <laughs> uh, 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 it's been, it's uh, been near I, radio silence. Man, I know no, I'm not asking I, for a response. I'm just, I'm just putting it out there. No, let's hear your thoughts live on air. <laughs> no, I, I, just, I, I haven't listened to it. I, I... Let's do it live. Play it. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh no no i i haven't listened to them yet uh well if you find <laughs> if you find time this is honestly this Gosh, is just so nervous is, right now this I'm is reviewing. so this is so bad <laughs> oh, God. this is oh. so bad and it's gonna be so funny when we get to the second half of the episode because <laughs> just, it picks up <laughs> real quick <laughs> Should we just cut now? Not talk about the the band. Not talk about the first five tracks on the album. We release we release an episode for the most famous album of theirs, and we just start halfway through. With no so yes, yeah, yes is pretty good. Yeah, I... <laughs> well, let's just cut to the chase. Let's talk about this. We're right, talking about Viva La Vida. Um, yeah. If you've listened to it before, you've you've heard me talk about how this is my favorite, one of my favorite albums of all time, top three, top four albums ever. So I'm excited to talk about it the you second it, time. You called it a, a masterpiece. A, a, a 10 out of 10. I called it a 10 out of 10. I think this album is a, a 10 out of 10. 10. You referred to it as a smoke show. I did. This this album's a, yes. I mean, and I'm going to I'm going to say something I don't normally like to say because I feel bad, a but it's a goddamn piece? smoke show. Nope. Not dime no. piece. Nope. <laughs> that's that's you said lesser something about Brian Eno too. Oh, you old sourpuss fucking sour old Yeah. Fucking Eno. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Got that, that in. That old yeah. man. Or should we just check off all well, the boxes? We're not just checking down the boxes. It's got to yeah, go in order, are. Caleb. So what? Um, real, real quick, Caleb, your history with Coldplay. Um, yes. mm -hmm. Yeah. Summarize it. You can, you know, just do that quick. Yep. I'm gonna put, uh, I'm gonna put um, thirty seconds on the clock, yep. and you're gonna go. Okay, go. Okay, JD got into Coldplay uh, around Viva. Uh, he started. I used to listen to Jason Derulo a lot. We did a Jason Derulo bit. Uh, in, in yeah, because I saw him out in LA. Episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh God. Um. So I used to listen to that in middle school. Um. <clears throat> but then Josh listened to Coldplay and Bright Eyes and the Mountain Goats, and I hated it. But then I <laughs> liked it. And we're about here now. Uh, I don't really like. We are I don't. I don't now. prefer things past Milo Xyloto. Uh. Anything before. So COVID. uh, it was the fourth album, and after the uh, X and Y Twisted Logic tour, uh, they pretty quickly went into the studio there was a few month break and uh they went in and this I was really felt like this nobody's acknowledging that shit i said you got 30 seconds we had to move on we've wasted so yeah. much all of our yeah, buffer i shouldn't need applause for that you're right shit <laughs> you're such an ego you applause applause? For a... <laughs> so <laughs> so this was it very much felt like a like a reset for the band because it felt like, you know, we talked about X and Y feeling bloated, X and Y feeling. Did you guys both just take a drink at the same time? Yeah. Yeah. That was really We're cool. in the same room. It was really cool. <laughs> if you I reached thought over you were going to join in. did but... that. So, so <laughs> and, oh God, I, how, do I, how am I supposed to be a serious Coldplay fan right now? So they, 
it was kind of a reset. Yeah, X yeah, it was a good album. We get it. <laughs> X and Y did. Can we not do, please do the beer bit again? That was really funny. Let's do that again, <laughs> guys. Nick, hand me the beer. I I mentally cannot handle this for much longer. Okay, I am okay, I am at the end on. of my rope. Okay. and I am. I want to hear about X. <laughs> more about X and Y. <laughs> I want to hear about how Viva's good. I don't want to hear more about how X and Y is bloated. <laughs> So, because <laughs> I disagree. So they went in a very different direction. They they yeah. worked with old sourpuss Brian Eno, Mister Ambient Man himself. And you can tell they went to some churches and recorded some stuff. They built the bakery and finally started recording some stuff in their own studio. They imposed some rules on themselves for the first. Don't no no they no don't. It's they, a question, not a disrespect. Did you say they built a bakery? They built their studio called the Bakery. Get your shit together. I mean, you're on a fucking Coldplay podcast, man. Yeah, know and the we're name here of their to studio. Teach people, okay. Honestly, and the thing that's funny is, I think they, I don't think it was called the Bakery at that time, so I might be wrong. It was Cafe. It's <laughs> <laughs> not the worst jokes you've ever made. Oh goddamn! Um, yep. no, it was the Bakery. It was the Bakery. So. uh they, they tried a lot of different techniques for this. So they, they imposed some of their own rules, right? They said, yes. we're only going to have 10 songs on the album. Yeah. We're only going we're to... We're going to cheat to get there, but we're only going to have 10. Yeah, we're only going to have 40 minutes on the album. Um, they, you know, Chris did some stuff allegedly under hypnosis. They, mm-hmm. um, they you know, Brian Sourpuss, old man, you know, is known for doing a lot of interesting recording techniques. He's, he's worked with you two a lot. Uh, to kind of push their buttons. And honestly, you know, I don't know if you've heard this, the, the edge hated him. He, he tried to kill him on multiple occasions. Um, and so he's just kind of known for being that guy, you know, like yeah. if anyone ever says, you, you don't, Brian don't be that edge. guy. They're talking about Brian, you know, um, universally, <laughs> yeah. so just kind of keep that in mind. Um, <clears throat> so totally being an, Eno in this situation like that, <laughs> is that stop being an, you know, Hey, you yeah, know, okay. I like that. You know, um, Why are you so, being such an old sourpuss? <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is so very interesting to me about this album, and I, 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 I'm going to be careful to not be repetitive because I don't remember what I said in the first half or the second half. I'm only like 20 some minutes into to editing the second half. Um, this album feels like a painting to me where each song is its own individual part of the painting, but it all comes together mm-hmm. in a really yeah. lush, lush, beautiful way. So um, okay. I... I think this is their their pinnacle. I truly do. I think this is the best thing they've ever done. And I love new Coldplay. I really do. But I I just I do not think it gets better uh, than Viva La Vida. Um, yeah, because it's so unique. I, you know? I would not hesitate to agree with that. When you think about, you talked a lot about, you know, what I got into yeah. with them was the iTunes commercial, right? Like that's what really, that's where I really first Iconic. saw them. Yeah. And you think about um, that song, right? This this string a uh, song with a timpani and a bell and just it feels like violins and singing mm-hmm. you know that became a hit that became their most famous song smash hit uh yeah from smash mouth yeah uh, and it was just great it's it just doesn't ever sound like we i think we talked about this it doesn't seem like anything that would ever have been on the radio at that time um no so let me, let me google something quick top songs 2008 <clears throat> let's see what we have here 2008 Ooh. Guaranteed, Jason Ruler is going to be up on air. 2008 year is, is riding solo actually up there? Number one was "Low" know. by Flo Rida. So Great actually, song. Coldplay didn't even make the Coldplay was 13. Viva La Vida was the 13th biggest song according to Billboard. 
But so, mm. but that this does prove my point though. We had low by Florida, bleeding love Leona Lewis, no one by Alicia Keys, lollipop by Little Wayne featuring Static Majors. Oh, Apologize. Jenna loves that song. No air. Uh, no love song by Sarah uh, Bore, Sarah Aurora Borealis. Very, yeah. Um, Chris, two Chris Brown songs, so that went well. And then uh, <laughs> Usher. And then you know, a couple songs down, you've got Ooh. the Lido, which is a, wow. a, a symphony song to a degree, yeah. a, a string based song. And so it just felt so unique. And one thing Eno, old, old man himself, pushed them for is like every song on this album had to be different from the one yeah. before it, from, the, from any of the songs. And I do think that that is accomplished while they still sound like part of the whole yeah for sure it everything yeah. feels unique but it all fits together very well yeah it, it is funny looking at this because because at the time because of the, I, is it because I, of the breasts least, on the album i didn't cover? ever compare it <laughs> that's what really set it apart you said you said it, it's funny to look at this and i said it because of the breasts on the <laughs> album cover oh you're talking <laughs> i thought my audio was cutting out again <laughs> no like, i was making a they, joke they left me behind <laughs> <laughs> they're moving on no go ahead no, Sorry, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> no it you, you don't compare it to or at least i didn't compare it to the, to other songs that were coming out since no. then like no 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 looking back on it you are thinking yeah uh you kind of have those charts that, that you can compare uh and contrast different songs what was big other. and yeah 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 but <clears throat> at the time i didn't even second guess hearing violins or, t- or any sort of timpani uh i'm i a just song found... that i liked no, and it felt it. Yeah, Which is, yeah. I just found Pitchfork's top albums of two thousand eight, and uh, Caleb, I know how much you love Pitchfork, um, the P four, as they say. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to guess what the top albums of that year were, according to Pitchfork. Oh, I'll get it. Oh, what the top albums were? Yeah. Oh, well, then I have to according know to Pitchfork, was released in two thousand eight. Uh, c- can I just guess what they rated Viva? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, nine point nine. Because that's totally what I had up, obviously, from what I had said. Mm-hmm. So let me get it. Okay, I've got it. Here. I've Dude, got it here. I, how the hell am I supposed to pull back? I was eight years old. <laughs> yeah, I was well, eight go. years old. You, and you're and you didn't know that Pitchfork's number one album of 2008 was the Sun Giant EP by <laughs> Fleet Foxes. <laughs> Son of a bitch! <laughs> it was an EP. Yeah, oh, that's man. a damn good. Um, Okay. They haven't even Coldplay didn't even make the top ten, by the way, according to Pitchfork. I believe that. Pitchfork gave it an eight point four five. One of those. (laughs) They uh, they they added an extra number because I couldn't decide. Eight point four five. Eight point four five. Nick, what do you think? What do you think they gave? Eight point seven. Shit. Which one is it, Caleb? Eight point seven. Eight point seven. No. Uh, How long ago? Eight eight four. Eight four, Caleb. You're going. I'm going eight six. Eight six. Okay. So I'm gonna give you one more hint. It did not even make their top fifty albums of the year. Damn. Four point so two. Se- so s- seven seven five. They gave Eva Levito or Death and All His Friends a six point nine. And the, the top line is, in a case of well-honed troubleshooting after the startlingly bland X and Y, Coldplay's fourth LP is a, is a diluted version of U2's Achtung, or Radiohead's Kid A, the experimental mid-career maneuvers of their peers, period. And then the second sentence is, sentence is Brian Eno produces. <laughs> and that's that's the fucking hilarious. Wow. Wow. That wow. is so funny. That's so rough. So 
uh, you know, fuck Pitchfork. Um, after that, no. no. <laughs> I mean, they did get something right. <laughs> yeah, Nick's a big Fleet Foxes. He's a Fleet Foxes fuckboy is what I think they're called. Um, last I yeah, checked. proudly. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's what that says on the back of my leather jacket. Fleet Foxes fuckboy. <laughs> 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 you got a I've motorcycle? Seen you wearing the... <laughs> He's just like, biker bar and walk in with a And then it, and it looks really cool from the, the front. Back. Yeah, then you sit down. <laughs> so what do you guys I'll play one more game before we get into the uh before we get into it. What do you think? Oh, um what? I just what? no, I'm just making sure all my I'm excited for a we're game. We're good, we're good. I want you guys to guess what what uh pitchforks is we're playing a pitchfork game again what their lowest rated coldplay album is uh and their highest we'll do both studio albums blood to the head highest uh parachutes highest okay lowest x and y probably or or oh we're talking about ghost stories lowest you know what i'm gonna no no, i'm gonna give it to no fuck shoot sorry shoot uh I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go ghost stories too so ghost stories lowest for both of yeah. you nick which ones do you say high is, is their highest According to, blood. and caleb parachutes so you are both right on ghost stories uh is their lowest rated album as a 4.4 um ghost stories is unmistakably coldplay's breakup <laughs> album a subdued work that finds chris martin and his band crisply moping through mid-tempo sounds they didn't even break up <laughs> Uh, and I will say a head full of dreams was close behind as a 4.8. Their highest rated album on Pitchfork is Milo Zylado at a seven. Dang. Higher than any other Coldplay album they Just gave it a seven. Barely <laughs> eking out above Viva. Just barely eking out. X and Y's got a 4.9. Russia Blood has a 5.1. So let's let's talk some bird's eye view of Viva La Vida. You guys know where I stand on it. What are your thoughts on this album? I love it. I think it's great. Um I it was definitely one of the first things that wasn't played on the radio very often that I got into. <clears throat> so I I connect a lot of strong memories to this album. And so I, I feel kind of biased. Any weak memories? Th- <clears throat> no. Okay. Just wondering. Keep going. Um, but yeah, th- th- this and the Fratelli's. Uh, yes. The, is the name of the album Chelsea da- Dagger? No, Costello Music. Yeah, shit. Okay. Yeah. Those two albums really mm-hmm. were the first two that... No, I and they were the first for me too. I, I, I think, exactly. Yeah, that's why. I think yeah, I might have shared some similarities the story. there. I wonder what your hair looks the same as mine. By the way, I don't know if that's just random, but <laughs> it's because we're brothers. That was the bit. Oh, I, I thought was... you were talking about my hair. No, our hair does not look the same. <laughs> I, I have a full head of hair. <laughs> wow, low blow. <laughs> I thought you were talking about his hair too. <laughs> uh, you know what the worst part is? You know what sucks about all of this? I Nobody's to, gonna get it. No, I have to edit this. <laughs> oh, I have to find a way to edit all of this shit. We can um, just no. take three this weekend. <laughs> You're gonna love this because I split my audio tracks into two. Or did you seriously? <laughs> Not on purpose. God, dude. I, <laughs> you will pay for your mistakes. <laughs> I am just a guest. Have. I already have. <laughs> Don't you see what's happening? No right repercussions. Now? So. <laughs> So Chelsea my thoughts Dagger. on the album. Yeah, what? Yeah. It's great. All right. So I let's move I... into the opening track. Yeah, okay. No, go ahead. 
No, that's fine. No, I, I agree with a lot of the sentiments that I read online that I think I, I agree that this is their best album. I'm not sure it's my favorite. Uh, we'll get there when I really have to evaluate that. But I don't so do know. I think... also have distinct memories of listening to this on the lake at my grandparents' house when it came out, mm-hmm. like in the summer. When... Um, it's it's just a classic. You talked I... about hearing Viva on that commercial. Or... Yeah, iTunes. Yeah, wasn't there? Yeah, we already talked about that today. We yes. talked about that like like oh, man. ten minutes ago. We talked I about that. And the first time, <laughs> right over. Yeah, well that. <laughs> I, I have never felt less professional than I do in this moment. And I wore a mountain goats jacket to a work event once. And it was like a bomber jacket. So That's bad. <laughs> and I felt more professional than I do now sitting in my, in my room. See, this is reminding me a lot of the first podcast we ever did because I am roasting in my apartment because I turned the AC <laughs> off for it to not make noise. So I am just dying in here. But I feel like I just saw Caleb wiping sweat off of his neck, and I am also got a sweaty back right now. <laughs> no, so that, no like... that, that, that was just like a, I needed something to do. And so I'm wiping. <laughs> I got so, a bloody nose we're, earlier. We're so unentertaining <laughs> no, that no, you're wiping no, your face no, with no, a paper no, no, towel. No, no. I'm so bored. No, no. Wiping my I was face waiting to say that people are going to be the most up. entertaining thing I'm doing right now. <laughs> no, I listen. I haven't shaved in a while. And like my my facial hair is really disgusting and and itches. And so I'm just itching it with the paper towel. I OK. I understand. Anything else? I, no, no. I, I do understand your issues because I have the same uh, DNA that you do. Our and facial so I, hair is shit, dude. Is, what happened there? Bad. It is really bad. And it sucks because dad has can grow a beard. Like, that's the thing that's really annoying. It's not like dad or grandpa can't grow facial hair. It's no. that we can't uh-uh. grow facial hair. We got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. We got the short I don't, I don't know what went wrong. You know what I'm worried about? Is that there's somebody on like Discord or Reddit who's like, I'm just going to wait till Viva to jump into the podcast. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> they're no. gonna play this for the first time please go back to x and y that's a better <laughs> showcase of our abilities <laughs> so that's um let's f- f- forego caleb's uh glitching and i think we should we should dive into um uh the songs so oh, what are we doing today uh i think we're moving on to everyday life is where we're starting so let's play um sunrise Ooh, I, I haven't listened to that one yet um Ooh. let me let's just so do viva then. let's just, just do viva play, yeah okay okay yeah i Luckily enough, I have that one ready to go. So let's just go into Life and Technicolor. You know, Nick, I, CJ said she would crash again. And honestly, like, I feel like at this point, that would lift the podcast up because we are in the pit right now. <laughs> So let's talk about... Um, oh, yeah. We've been kicked down the, the 300 pit. And there is, there is no way out. <laughs> this is where we live now. Let's go deeper. Let's figure out what happens. Yeah. Let's talk about our relationship problems. We're like everyone in, uh, everyone else in the <laughs> Batman pit. We're, we just have to watch someone else try to get out. <laughs> we know there's no way we're getting out. Yeah, we're not even going, he's not going to make it. And then we watch him fall and we're like told you you're not gonna make it <laughs> so it's impossible also i like that in the canon in your head it's called the batman pit like <laughs> <laughs> it could be the raz al ghul pit i don't know <laughs> no i think there's a sign up top that says you are now entering the batman pit 
You are now entering a no-fly zone. We are in the Batman pit. <laughs> so what do you guys think of Life in Technicolor as the uh, the opener of Viva? It's good. It is a, it's a perfect opening to the album. Mm-hmm. It's a very fun instrumental start. Yeah. They had not and done it, that prior, and I really enjoy it. And it's what they do, like kind of yeah. moving forward, just in some exactly, variation. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. They um, kind of run with that. And that translates well into live shows. They kind of piggyback yeah. off of the release. Yeah, I, I, I remember talking about that last time, like like people remember. Um, they, when they opened, <laughs> when we saw them live, they, they opened. They get it by now. <laughs> this is the first time I saw them was for the Viva Tour. And they uh, opened with this, of course. I had a really cool sheet down in front of the stage where, and all you could see was their shadows behind the curtain playing. Cool. And at the end of the, the do, 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 you know, the end of the drums, that song, the curtain falls as the lights go down and then they, they go into uh, Violet Hill. And it was just, it was my first, I kind of, you know, it was my first show that I went to by, by choice. And I don't mean that like I was forced to go to other yeah. shows, but like growing up, you know, I saw NSYNC and Smash Mouth. And then I saw um, Kenny Chesney, and it was kind of one of those things where my dad's like, "Hey, we got where Kenny did Chesney. you see Smash Mouth? Was that, was that at Van Andel Arena? They opened for NSYNC. Seriously? Yeah, Smash Mouth opened for NSYNC. That's I think it was, so sick. It was uh, that is 90, awesome. Ninety nine or two thousand that we saw them. Maddie, I think Mom and Maddie and, and Dad and I went. The four of us saw Holy JT. Shit, man! Mm-hmm. You think they'll open for the Jones you know Brothers what? on their new tour? I think so. <laughs> I think that's the plan. So, um, so it was the first, like, this was the first show that I really wanted to go to that we pushed for. And so it yeah. felt, you know, it felt, um, uh, spiritual in a way. And I don't t- say, mean that lately. Um, there is a, uh, I spoiler alert. I think I use it for my, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, rainy day record in this episode, the anthem mm-hmm. reviewed. Um, and we'll talk about mountain goats early today. Um, John green writes about the mountain goats in the Anthropocene reviewed. And at one point he says something like they're, john's words act like a sort of scripture to me and i obviously if you guys know me you know that i relate to that real damn hard um mm-hmm. but this concert and and many others since then have felt like religious experiences right like you feel yeah. it feels spiritual it feels um not to be dramatic but like sort of transcendent in a certain way and this album really encapsulates that for me um yeah and i think this opener just sets that tone so well mm-hmm. yeah i agree yeah um and, you know, one thing that we talked about, Nick, uh, when we did Prospects March is that it's so interesting to compare this to Life of Technicolor 2, because I, mm. I just I remember so vividly that, you know, Life of Technicolor 2 being on the track list for Prospects March and people being like, why? What, what could it possibly be? Like, what could Tupac? Why mm. would they do that? And then listening to it and going, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get yeah. it now. I, I, yeah. 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 My only think- real critiques of the song is that it's, it's not really fair, but it's that I love the second one so much. Yeah, when it gets yep. to that point in the song, I I start like singing the words and yes. I get like, but then, you know, it's not fair to judge the first thing on the second thing that because the second like, thing we didn't even know existed right? at that point. Yeah, yeah. I, I do wonder though if they finished that the instrumental version, or it, and just did not plan on releasing we, a second version right. of it, or yeah. they. Had I think we talked it. about this on Prospects March after you left, so I, I don't want to mm-hmm. have this bit because we already did this. Bit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's um, fine. But I appreciate I do appreciate you trying to to you know. It's a great thought. No, no, we did. Yeah, no. Already had it though. Great thought, but it's been done. In there. No, but we we thought that we had that it's same thing, right? Done. Like how you you don't 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 don't. So, I, I we did have that thought of like what 
what was the order here? Did they have two and cut it down? Did they have one and, and Chris kind of go or someone go? I think there's, I think we can do more with this. You know, I am yeah, very yeah. curious about yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And I do think, you know, we always joked about if we ever interviewed um, bare naked ladies, we had a list of questions we would ask yeah. them. And I do, and I do think with like Coldplay, that. that, what's that? I said, I like that. I'll add it to the list. Yeah. We'll ask this one of BNL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Coldplay, Coldplay, Coldplay decided to. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's something that we've wondered exactly that is like, what, what, um, how, what was the order that those things came in? You yeah. know, what, how did that happen? Because two is magnificent. Like it's beautiful. And mm. you, you find it kind of hard to believe that they're like, well, we'll just st- stick with one for now. Cause I do think they could have opened the album with life in technicolor too. And it would have flowed really well still. So I am, I'm, mm, I'm see, curious about that too. I don't know. I, I feel like it, life in technicolor two, uh, with lyrics does not fit well with the rest of Viva. <laughs> I don't what know if was you guys that, heard that sound? That was me fucking with a mic stand. Want to hear it again? That was that <laughs> See, was. See, that's why you spring. go no mic stand. That's why you go no mic stand. Yeah, your levels you have been so so fucking consistent the entire night. So it's gonna mm-hmm. be super easy for me to edit. You know what? I actually have two mics running right now. <laughs> yeah. So don't don't send me your professional audio. <laughs> just send me your your voice memo. At this point, yeah, you might as well just send the fucking just voice memo. <laughs> Um, so Life Colored <laughs> is a great, it's a great opener. Um, yeah. It's hard to judge it compared mm-hmm. to the rest because it is just a short instrumental piece, but I really love the synthy sort of John Hopkins opening that they go into the boom, 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 yeah. boom. Like it's a cool transition from sort of synthy into very visceral, like string based instruments. And stuff. Yeah. So I like that. Yeah, it is it cool too. A lot of times very, the instrumentals very well. feel like it's like a 40 second thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so this is cool like it feels like the right length yeah i agree it's not too yeah. short where and you know we, we talked about this before it's not something that we would add just straight to a playlist yeah. but like if i was like oh i'm gonna listen to viva i would never just skip straight to cemeteries of london i would always open with right. this i'd always play the full album oh yeah and it's not like a, a an interlude either to no like, no like it's a, an intro specifically into the next song right yeah right mm-hmm. So cool. Speaking of the and next song. Oh, okay. Go ahead. The, actually, this is where they introduce those. I mean, we'll talk about it more, but those stadium vocals, those sing along. Yeah. Yeah. You talked about that. I never paid attention to that as much as <laughs> until you mentioned it the other week or the other day. They, they, they make yeah, a and, big and shift. We'll definitely get in. Yeah. Your, your main point is that this is a, they, they vocally and, and melodically shift in this album to a lot of sing alongs, a lot of, vocal uh, uh i mean yeah i guess sing-alongs is still yeah. the best word for yeah. it yeah more catered to an arena yes yeah yes definitely Absolutely. catered to an arena at this point um well let's kind of move on then let's go into right, let's do it. cemeteries of L- london semi trees of yes. london semi trees mm-hmm. um now this this is the the perfect example of what we were just just talking about he prefaces that that kind of open melodic sing along line uh the yeah. he prefaces that by saying sing in 
Yeah, so he's he's actually you know? giving the instruction into it. So yeah. he yeah. really does. And live, mm-hmm. he goes singing. Okay, so this is the part where I need everybody to sing along <laughs> with what I'm doing next. And then he well, goes, guys, join in. What to sing? Yeah. Well, I'll just tell them. Come on, gang. Sing. <laughs> Isn't it in, every, in Adventure of a Lifetime, either on the track or live? He goes, I sing it, you sing it back. So he's like, he, he gets more direct with his instructions as the band's career goes on. Sing uh, in three, two, one. Yeah. <laughs> and had to remove that vocal track from the recording. <laughs> You're right. The la 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 lay is yeah. is very mm-hmm. and and they did not have much if if any of that in prior to this album. You know, no, it, yeah. you could say in in my place has a yeah you know, but that's not really the same as a chorus that is made up of se- like singing sound, like for lack of a better right. term, right? No, exactly. The same as intentional. And it's just not his vocals too at this point. What like do you mean by it's that? Paired like, with a, because uh, like in pop, what song were you just talking about? <laughs> in uh, my place. In my place. Yeah, he. That's j- just him, right? That's probably Will too. No, oh, that's that's fair. Yeah, but but it's multiple people. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of layers. And like this one, him. when he sings it live, so it's, it's everybody, not just him. Yeah. Yep. And actually, live he doesn't sing this. He backs away from the microphone. He he kind of says, "Guy, I need you to sing this one." <laughs> he and says, then, "And singing." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, real hip hop. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I, I do like this one. I, I think like, you know, if I would have been a Coldplay fan that had known the history at that time and had just the last thing we had gotten from them was X and Y, and then the first yeah. full track that you hear. I mean, I, I know that Violet Hill and Viva had come out, but the first full track on the album is this. It's mm. a, it's a stark, stark difference. Departure. One thing we yeah. did not talk about in yep. the intro that we did last time was we talked a lot about um, the shift vo- uh, lyrically that Chris makes on this album. Mm-hmm. He shifts a lot from a lot of personal relationship issues to very um, uh, worldwide, abstract, abstract um, but also at the same time, very visual, right? Like yes. I see God come in my garden, um, a lot of stuff That's like that. Such a good, um, but that I don't whole line is so good. Which is, you know, in the ocean, you know, it's, it's very different lyrically than um warning yeah. sign right and i love warning sign i'm not making fun of it i'm just saying as a comparison the truth is i miss you that's yeah yeah stuff like that but that's that that's part of the reason why i think the three of us view this as kind of a piece of art like a visual yeah. painting is what you yeah kind of hear because well, i viewed it as a painting because that's what the album cover is well and that was the problem i think it took two or three years for you to realize there was a cd inside of the yeah. painting no I, I framed it yeah that's what i was gonna say I came over and you're like look at this art and i was like what do you think of like what's your favorite song and you're like song I'm like, like yeah it's so cool it's like a merging of styles it's like a classical painting but then there's like these words that are like painted on painted top on it. of it right and i was like do you, do you like lost and you're like i found it i don't know what you're talking yeah. about it was a it was a it was weird. I don't know why you're so excited about lost. Bit. That's a very funny bit. I like this. <laughs> See, come on. We're not I deep like, down in I the did, pit. We did Caleb's commentary on every bit that we do. At the no. end because at the end of every bit, Caleb is Batman, go, baby. We climbed right <laughs> out of there. <laughs> Christian Bale's Batman. You don't want to really, these bits though. Uh, <laughs> um I like the song. I do think it's good. Yeah. I think you know, I think when you compare it to the rest of the album, it's it, it almost gets lost in it because I think there's so many, it's so early on and there's so many lush sounds throughout the rest of the album. Not that this isn't lush, like it's very specific. Nick just yeah. is gone now. Um, you, you, 
you almost kind of forget about it a little bit. By the time you're listening to Death and All His Friends, you're not really thinking of Cemeteries of London anymore. Um, yes. Which is not its own fault. Uh, it's just like there's so much, you know. Uh, on its own, it does really well for me, mm-hmm. but it does not stand very tall when it's followed up by the rest of the album. Yeah, and I it's it's interesting because I have a lot of lines in here that I pick out and I'm like, that's a really good line. But at the same time, right. I agree with everything you said. It still, for whatever reason, just doesn't quite come together as much as some yeah. of the other stuff. Right, but, right. Yeah, I agree. I do agree with you. And I think it is maybe the... Oh, this sounds way too mean to say because I don't mean it like this. It's, it's maybe the most like for I don't know if formulaic is the right word, but like it's the simplest song on the album. It's the most it's the most generic song on the album structurally. And I don't and I know that sounds way negative than I mean it, but like mm. there's not a lot of I, I think every other song on this album has something really unique and interesting going on. And I think the mm. tones of this track have that, but I don't yeah. think it is at the same level as anything else. I guess no. Will Will's yeah. drum tracks. The the production on that really, really does it for me. Yes. Um, That's what's so exciting about this, uh, personally. Um, The lyrics are great, but melodically, it's not as exciting um, as as the rest of the album. I agree. No, that's actually a great point. The verses and stuff. Hey, Jenna, could you? You really can't. She really (laughs) can't do this right now. (laughs) Your computer's not plugged in. This is like that's not what no that's not what I said. I said she uh she needed to she needed to come down real quick to say hi. And this is why the mic stands are pretty helpful. <laughs> She's have to like plug something in and hold the mic at the same time. <laughs> hey Jenna, can you just come hold the mic for Caleb the rest of the episode? <laughs> Yeah, okay. not even okay, out I'm back. below. <laughs> I'm never coming on this podcast again. You're not invited oh, on this yes podcast you are. again. <laughs> uh, so let's move on. Let's go on to Lost. That's okay, because we're never doing right this now. podcast again. This. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Just what a Lost. I have to go like talk to Jeanette after this, right? Just like as a normal person, I don't feel good Mm. about, like, I feel like I have to walk down holding my head down in shame just because of how this is all. No, 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 out right now. Like this one. Okay. We're we're this weird mix of like really high quality. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. We're we're a mix of like relatively high production quality with like garbage content. Like <laughs> there's a lot, and then mix in some weird technical issues at lag times. <laughs> I I think it would be like I there there is part of me that would be so interested in what would happen if this got screwed up like this recording. Like what oh, if we would man. do a third take? What that would even look like? I oh cannot. boy. You you'd have to get a different guest. That's what would have to happen. <laughs> you know, just we, new. Yeah, different... we'd get a different guest and no segue. So we would just in the middle of the episode <laughs> switch to having you on and just say nothing or, about it. Or or you could just record their audio, like have them listen to the second half of it, 
and have them try and jump in naturally. <laughs> like they'd been on the podcast. You see what I'm saying? Time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Without ever being mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so what do you guys think of Lost? It's solid. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's... I think this was the first song that wasn't a single. <laughs> yeah, what just happened? Can we just can we just start again and you ask what we think of Lost? Yeah, let's just that, right. that was me? insane. What You're like instead of lagging a bunch, yeah, let's do it. Just like you all your lost? words came in at once. <laughs> all right. <laughs> no, that was me. That was natural. Wait, uh, someone's asked what, do you guys, what do you guys think of Lost? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a great song that gets beaten to I death think it's for me great... because there's like three versions in a year and a half. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It's very like it's very simple, uplifting, relatable lyrics. And it is a great song. It is just burnt out for me. Cool. All right. So let's move on Whoa. to. No. <laughs> what do you think of Lost? <laughs> Wait. Uh, I, I remember this is the first song. This wasn't a single at all, was it? No, uh, it was at the very end. It was never. It wasn't like a big single, like like uh, okay. people was. Yeah, it was after the album, I think. Well, I I do remember this being the song that uh, I would go into my room alone and put on my uh-huh. headphones and like put on some Blast strobe it. lights or some shit. <laughs> yep, yeah, I remember that. Yep. yep. Um, and and I think yeah, and I think it's because I mean watching the live video in from Japan was it. Live in Japan. Uh, that one, I think that one. I don't know the vi- the video might have been Chicago. There was the there was the Tokyo like live. Oh, concert. you're right. I'm thinking. I, I, yeah, yeah. The video okay. might be. Yeah. But after after watching, yeah, after watching that video, uh, you kind of mimic the energy of Chris Martin, and so oh, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean we were joking. I, about I know this. you feel this way too. <laughs> Do yeah, I? but it's it's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I I feel like I've had a, a a common theme in my life, and I think it is both a somewhat positive and also a pretty a dangerous thing is that I try to I've base a lot of myself off of my musical heroes, right? Like I try very yeah. much to be like them, down yeah. to uh the the, the, the wardrobes choices. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so so yeah, I mean, I, we were we were looking at before the the, the band that we were in in high school. Um, the, the, our photo shoot, I was trying to mimic Chris's Viva era or sorry, his, uh, MX era outfit at the time. Um, yeah. and it was, uh, it was a shit show. I mean, I, I looked horrible because like they have custom things made for them. I had long black cargo pants and a blue, you know, air apostle t-shirt or whatever. So it just didn't, didn't work. I think it worked just fine. Thank you. I, think uh, I love nice. lost though. I do I love, love lost cargo pants. Bit. Part yeah, I've been cool. meaning. I have been meaning to talk to you about that. Um, <laughs> have you? Yeah. I don't want to fucking hear it because I'm not getting rid of my cargo pants. Cargo pants are cool. Don't let anybody I, tell you different. I have Leather jackets are... and cargo pants are cool. <laughs> like, like bright, not like bright green, but like bright khaki cargo pants, like the lightest of khakis that you can get. That that is basically reflective. Not lime green? No, no. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull my hair back now. How's that look? Oh, stunning. Very I've good. I've, I've got I've got twins. <laughs> One day they're gonna uncover this. I'm like, you did a podcast, Dad? I'll be like, yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a, it's like our our mom uh, 
has a secret band that she was in. Yeah. Have I ever told you about that, dude? Yeah. The Muddles. Yeah. All she will. If you were a member of the Muddles, let us know. And you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) Please reach out and spill. Wow. (laughs) What a small world. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it is the funniest thing because like all she'll ever do is mention the band. Like she'll be like, yeah, when I was in the muddles and we'll like zero more details, will she ever give us yep. on the band? And it's infuriating. And it's like, part of me, thinks I do it's know. No, it's oh. not. Uh, they, they played shows. They played shows. Wait, and they just play spirit in, in the it. sky on a repeat. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know she was dating dad when, when she was in it. What? Yeah. Well, can I tell you my favorite dad story real quick? Yeah. And you know yeah. how much I love my dad. This is my, and I don't know why this is my favorite story. He's, I, and I'm trying to preface this. He just doesn't share a lot of like, like personal, like history, right? Like he's just never like shared a lot of stories from his childhood or whatever. So I think I was probably 20 or 21 at the time. And Jeanette and I, we, this is when we were living out in, in Los Angeles. Um, and we got tickets to go see Def Leppard because Styx was opening and Styx is one of Joe's favorite bands. So I text dad mm. and I say, just, you know, do your normal dad conversations. And I was like, oh, we're, we're going to Def Leppard tonight. And he goes, oh, that's my favorite band. And I'm like, yep. what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm 21. You've played yeah, I went on for years. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, he's like, I followed, I followed them, them for <laughs> um, my, my favorite story of dad is sorry i know this no is go tangent. ahead no, uh, it's yeah. really short uh he came home one day with a bloody nose and like a cut in it and we were like what the hell happened man mm-hmm. <laughs> he ran into the glass window at some <laughs> at a public <laughs> 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 when he was leaving I, and I used to have dreams was, like nice and sweet and funny <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's hilarious <laughs> i used to have dreams of, of seeing that footage at night <laughs> I, I, in the middle of the night i would just see, like was it crt cct footage yeah, whatever CCTV, it is yeah <laughs> i'm just him running in getting up and walking out with the sandwich while <laughs> he was like i I didn't see it (laughs) he's like i don't know what happened (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) okay (laughs) got anything else to say about uh loss You didn't hear that? No, I I've do. Never heard I remember. Before. I remember, like later that day, Jeanette and I went to Subway and I recorded a video of That's me opening what it was. the door and going into the Subway <laughs> and like sending that to the family <laughs> text group. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, <laughs> my other favorite story, just to keep going, and mom listens, by the way. My favorite story no. from Maddie is that um, dad just go around. <laughs> do you have a favorite Steve story, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, i don't know off the top of my head <laughs> my, maddie one time at a middle school field trip my dad was a chaperone and <laughs> he, he used to wear a gold chain just like it just wore a gold chain necklace like it wasn't like mm-hmm. deep like a long it wasn't like gangster it was just a chain but one day he wore to this field trip and i got the school bus and he had a purple deep v on 
and he's got a very hairy deep. chest very deep hairy chest gold chain and maddie was like all of my friends were like is that your dad and he <laughs> he's got the 40 year old man protruding chest hair like just a bush of chest hair <laughs> popping out oh man <laughs> They kicked um, him off the bus immediately and, and asked Maddie where her father was. <laughs> and Maddie went, I don't have one. <laughs> he, he left at an early age. It's not that man. <laughs> uh, um, I like Lost. I like it a lot. Yeah. Um, I love it. Just feel it feels a lot like Viva to me where it feels so unique. Right. Like it feels mm-hmm. like there, there's kind of almost jungly sort of drums. Right. There's like the like in the, the mm-hmm. beat in the background. Yeah. You got the timpani. You've got the piano at the end. The, I, it, so much about it, like we said, just feels different. It didn't feel like anything yeah. that was being produced at that time, let alone at that level. Um, and I think it's fantastic. I, I, I'm a little sad they don't play this much as as much as they used to because I think yeah. it's still really no. They, uh, I mean, really from Viva, they play Viva. Um, sometimes they've been sprinkling in um, uh, uh, Lovers in Japan. No, oh. Lovers in Japan. Um, sometimes they've done Violet Hill the past couple. I know they still played Violet Hill on like the MX tour and stuff. Mm. Um, there's been a couple performances of like 42 or or um, Strawberry Swing, but honestly, I feel Surprising. like you go to a show. If you were to go to an, a, a Head Full of Dreams tour, you would hear Viva, and that's it. Dang, um, which is a bummer. But you know, I want to see if I can find uh, the Head Full of Dreams tour. What what they know? Yeah, I play. I never would have guessed that. I would have thought Violet Hill would be a lock set. Yeah, you. I, I mean, respectfully, I wish it was, you know, but it, I mean, it, not yeah, so much compared to what they are playing at their shows now, which is most of the recent albums. Lovers yeah. in Japan kind of uh, fits best with that set yeah. list. You know? I I totally agree. I completely agree. And and it's weird. Like I feel, <clears throat> you know, I I felt this since we did our first take of this, and and a little bit before when I was listening to it, I. I like started thinking more that I like this album a bit. I think it's pretty good music. <laughs> no, I, I've been thinking that Lovers is way better than I've ever given it credit for. And I love the song. I I've always liked it, but yeah. I feel like it's sort of a hidden gem where it's, it's, it just doesn't get the credit it deserves, but you know, mm-hmm. so yeah, um, but Lost is great. And before we get on to Lovers, let's go on to uh, 42. Yeah. yeah. holy moly man this love is it. i love this song so much yeah. and if i mean if i could add one more song to their set list from this album i would add 42 because that that energy is so cool that second half of that song you know mm-hmm. yeah 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 i, I definitely I mean, slept on this one i forgot how good it is coming back yeah. to this instantly you're like oh shit this one was a killer yeah yeah and it's got that classic build-up right like it's got that first half sort of slow piano and then it kind of yeah. speeds up a little bit and everyone here knows yeah. i love a build-up nick loves a good, mm-hmm. good build-up what but it's got to have a, release a genre of music too uh yeah. john who, who's a member of low phase and political lizard was talking about that because we were writing a song that was kind of like that and it, it, it's something about like just crescendo uh uh that's just a term. like crescendo music or something like the whole mm-hmm. time is just just a build-up um and there's a few but then bands how, would it, how would it ever end it doesn't really end. fucking loud <laughs> <laughs> you're saying explosions uh, yeah. in the sky that's what you're gonna say it's yeah explosions in the sky is a really good example of that um but w- with this song we kind of talk there's like an a b and c section 
Yeah, yeah. The B section is my favorite part for sure. Is I completely agree. Outrageous. Yeah, the little jam band thing going on. Mm -hmm. Real thick and heavy. I feel like I read somewhere years ago that Johnny's guitar. I this might be completely garbage. Is all tuned to F. All six strings are tuned to F. And it's some really crazy tuning that he's using on that. I could be completely what? wrong on that, but it was some like re- like one of their guitars. I'm pretty sure it was John's. Had a I know really very little about playing the guitar. That sounds very strange to me. It, it is very strange. <laughs> Forty two. I would love to know if that's true. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna Google it, and we know what Google says. Yeah, the guitar tuning is FFF, FFF. No shit. Yeah. This wow. may seem weird, but it's a, it's a type of tuning called ostrich tuning, which was first used by none other than Lou Reed. Oh, well, there you go. Wow. So anyway, um, I love this song. <laughs> I think this yeah. is fantastic. And it's, mm-hmm. it's, it is, I, you know, I, we've talked about this before. If, um, and it's even been more true seven, eight days later now, or mm-hmm. five, six days later, the cold place subreddit has become a pretty toxic place as of late. I feel like, <laughs> yeah, a lot of discussion on the quality of the band, the potential of the band, the direction they're going in, a, a, the marketing mm-hmm. camp, just a lot of this stuff. Yep. And one of the th- one of the complaints that I actually have a lot of frustration with is when people kind of say um, the band has so much potential and they're wasting it doing stuff like this. And I feel like that's yeah. I, I really don't like that Just argument. We, we, we talked about that a little bit um, on the first run through. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I, I had kind of felt that way <clears throat> before you started uh, defending them. this or, or, or the Bare Naked Ladies R Us podcast. Sure. A very cynical view of Coldplay. But. <clears throat> You have explained things to me uh, really well oh, about you. my attitude oh, and about free will. <laughs> and uh, I, had to, I had to explain to you. No, the you know what I mean? Concept yeah. of free will. Yeah. No. Hey, they but, can do whatever <laughs> they want. It's no, but the like, whole point. <laughs> it's that you, you you display them in such a positive light, which which they do give off like pretty naturally. Mm-hmm. But that just kind of helped me realize, like, even though maybe everyday life or ghost stories or whatever they want to do next mm-hmm. is, is not my cup of tea. It's their cup yeah. of tea. And I don't get to decide whatever the fuck they do. Well, I think and yeah. I, I, I agree with most of, I, I guess I agree with all of your statement. Um, but I think the, the, the important part is, is it, they get to make their cup of tea. And I exactly. think, and I think that, <clears throat> and I, of course I'm putting a lot into not it. Coffee, I'm putting a lot British. of, no, they're British. They do call it. They do tea. Yeah. Oh, we're going to have some tea. Uh, I think the thing that I love the most about them is just that they feel so authentic and genuine and they mean what they're trying to do. They're actively yeah. trying. Like, you know, people mm, were, were, yeah. were shitting on them this week for partnering with BMW, which I get because it feels like a really corporate move. But like the whole yeah. point of the campaign is the sustainability of what they're trying to do yes. and using yep. alternative <clears throat> energies to run their shows and be yeah. part yeah. of their tours yep. and like make the world better. And so, yeah, it's, it's a corporate a, move. Like, you know, but know. Even yeah, so, who cares? That's what every, exactly. like, everyone yeah. shits on. Like you see it in sports all the time. Yeah. They're just like, oh, they're only in it for the money. And they're like, yeah, it's their goddamn job. Right. Like, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Would you not yeah. take a, a 30% raise if you could get one like that? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. of course mm-hmm. you would. Like, right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I will say if they're the still one making thing music I and do miss. It, then... <laughs> <laughs> the one thing I do miss is Will on a live set. Yeah. I like do agree. I, actual yeah. drums. Now, mm-hmm. now that's not saying that you don't love drum machines. I don't. I love drum machines very much, but mm-hmm. that man is a killer mm-hmm. on, on the drum kit. Not from like, oh, for sure. No, no, that's Ronnie <laughs> no. Minucci Jr. Um, <laughs> you're talking specifically about William Champion. 
Um, yes, William or, Champion. Or maybe it's Wilson Champion. But I'm not sure. Honestly, <laughs> both of them are – they just smash. They did. They do, like yeah. Will, Will doesn't play – he doesn't, like, rely – even though he's mic'd the whole damn time mm-hmm. in an arena – Right, he just smack, and you can like feel the energy. Yes, absolutely. When, when he absolutely, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's it's well, it's exciting, and, and I agree. You know, I d- it does feel like that's you know, if, if I were to make one big instrumental criticism about Coldplay, if I had to like really gut reaction pick something, I would pick that the that the live kit in their studio is kind of missing more than it used to. Now you can yeah. point to songs. Mm-hmm. You can. And I know that both neither of you have listened to much of Everyday Life that really really returns in everyday life and it's and it is brilliant mm-hmm. i mean trouble in town specifically if you've never listened to trouble in town will goes ham on that song and it oh, is yeah. amazing nice. it's so mm-hmm. good but they're big you know higher power i'm a higher power defender i love the song mm-hmm. it does feel like a live All version versions of, full, of it yeah <laughs> it does feel like the live version of that if he were going crazy on the kit would be really cool um that would be and, fun. and my original point was like I, I don't love the whole, oh, they're wasted potential argument sort of a thing. I yeah. do think when you hear this, when you hear them kind of doing this, like that B section with the guitar solos and the mm. and everyone just kind of smacking it, you're like, I want I do want miss that. I do miss this direction yeah. that things yep. are going in. Yeah. Well that's that's different. You can sure. miss yeah. something. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And that's, that's fine. Well, I think we talked <laughs> yeah. a lot more about this. <laughs> than, um, <laughs> we talked yeah. more about this on uh, the the um, uh, Prospects March episode that Nick, because Nick and I we did uh, Viva and then Prospects March back to back for once because mm-hmm. they just mm-hmm. you know they're one kind of package. Yeah. Um, that whole direction, so famous old painters and Don Quixote, like these unreleased the Dubliners, these unreleased songs mm-hmm. from this era, it felt like such a really interesting direction for them to go, and they didn't. They went the MX way yeah. and I love MX. I think it's one of their best albums, but like, there's always a part of me that's going to wonder, wonder what if, what if, what could have, what, what mm-hmm. would have been, you know? So, um, so yeah, I can miss that and wonder and still love everything they've done since then, or yeah. most of everything they've done since then. So um, <laughs> anybody else have thoughts on 42? We, we all like it a lot. Fantastic. Yeah. It's good. Love Great. it. Yeah. Love it. All right. You we'll move on then to some lovers. Let's do it. Uh, this is a good song. I like it a lot. Um, I enjoy it, and I think it's underrated. And uh, I had a spiritual experience with the song, and I love it. And I would listen to it again. Uh, you know, I might listen Whoa. to this again too. Yeah, yeah, and not just for the next well. episode. You want? You don't want to hear just a remix of it, <laughs> an alternative mix? Yeah, a barely remix. Um, no, I don't. I, I do think that this song uh, is. I we talked once. Again, we talked about it a little last time. Um, but I do think it could hold up really well uh, in in 2021. I think yeah, if, if I they agree. were to release it now, mm-hmm. um, I think it might even do better. Right. I, I, I think it, it's radio quality for what's wanted. I feel like right it's now. very, and in that sense, it's very much like Viva La Vida, where it's unique and not like anything yeah. on the radio, but it would still, it could still be a hit, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you yeah. know, I really start to wonder. Yeah, why not? The pessimistic part of me starts to wonder, like, okay, so Viva was the hit, right? Like, that's what hit. If yeah. they would have released and pushed Lovers in Japan at the same time, if it, you know, in June or whatever of 2008, yeah. if mm-hmm. they would have said, hey, Lovers in Japan is our lead single off this album, would that have been the hit? Or, you know, I, you know, like, yeah. you, you wonder how <clears throat> much of 
because they're both much beautiful of it is just amazing the first thing yes how much of it mm-hmm. is is the is the push the marketing behind mm-hmm. it yep. versus the quality of the song because i don't think there's much to separate this in viva and quality and i don't mean that as a diss to either of them i think they're mm-hmm. both yeah amazing i i but, think i think the chorus is a little bit stronger for me in in lovers um every time i hear that chorus and, and i don't know why i i know the viva uh chorus is super iconic and yeah, yeah. I mean, aside from the the strings, the the very intro of that song, like that's what people can kind of grab onto, right, um, right. But the lovers chorus is golden. Yeah, it really is. Like it gets it me really so is. excited every time I hear it. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> I agree. I don't know. I, I I think it's a song where all four instruments. This is a stupid thing to say. All four of them just do really <laughs> really well on this song, right? Like. I they love do. the bass line. I love Johnny's guitar. I lo- obviously the tack piano that Chris plays and then sometimes doesn't play live mm-hmm. is great. Yeah. And then I love Will's drumming in the song. I think oh, it's, yeah. it's so, yeah. so good. Now, I'm not sure. It, d- does the song start off with just his kick drum going? No, it starts off with the keys. It's the keys. It's the keys. Just Chris kind of plays the plays the line. Yeah. If you play that those keys alone, though, it's it's like when people invented yeah, did at the start yeah the well, start. <laughs> well you know how like uh do you know like chucking and slapping with a guitar or a bass i know yes yeah, slapping the bass it it, it 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 was created because they were filling in for a for a missing drummer um and, and the keys kind of do the same thing that's kind of uh, cool. where you could play it alone and mm-hmm. there's a really like uh natural like rhythmic quality to it that makes you kind of want to sway yeah you know? that's really like, cool it, yeah if, if you isolate those keys you can you can hear what you want the drums to do yes yes and, and I totally that's know what what's you mean. so exciting about wow. yeah each instrument just does its job so well yeah you know what part it's supposed to play and it fills it yeah it fills exactly that spot perfectly i yeah. agree i do agree with you actually on that that's, that's a really, really cool that's yeah i did not know that um no, i did not either music lessons with caleb <laughs> yeah <laughs> We'll have, to, we'll have you back next time to do the same thing. <laughs> Don't um, have me back next time. <laughs> I, I do love, yeah, I, I think the song is great. I think um, lyrically, it's really, it's got a lot of, again, it's very visual lyrically, right? Like the lovers, oh, yeah. the, the soldiers. Um, yeah, yeah I, I, I do, I don't know, I just like it a lot. It makes me, like you guys both said, it makes me feel happy. Right? Like, yeah. I, I like, yeah, it just yeah, makes I, me smile. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. Yep. I like what the song does to my body. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like I had something else I wanted to add from last time that we didn't talk about last time, but um, I can't remember it. So I think we should uh, like a full 40 minutes of good quality podcast. (laughs) Let's move on to reign of love. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. It's a nice soothing hidden track. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really enjoy this one. I think it's beautiful. I love that piano back there. Yeah. 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 I think um, this is what I want out of a hidden track. And this is this, I mean, yeah. This is where we can get uh pedantic with hidden tracks because it's a slash and not necessarily hidden, but it feels like it blends really well. It works as one with lovers. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice definitely part change of, of pace. Mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah they work they work really well and i, and I no, think I, when you oh sorry go ahead Caleb. no i would just i would just say it the exact same way you said it nick is this is what i would want out of a hidden track 
when I feel like it could be in its own right, its own track. Like, I think you could, you could title that you could, you know, track this and put it on as, as its own thing. And it would still fit really well. Not if you can only have 10 songs. Right. When you, when you, which by the way, the next album has 14 songs. So like they, they immediately went back on that rule. (laughs) But imagining this song as a full fledged, uh, and three of them are like (laughs) really short intros that they could have done the same thing. I, I do know what you mean, though, Kim. I think it, as a full, larger song, I think my point yeah. is that I as don't, it I is don't think now, it, would... it stands yeah. on its own. Yes, I, I, yeah. I do not think it, it would uh, do well up against the rest of the songs on the on this album. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't. I, I mean, I, I a little bit disagree, but I, I, I think part of it is I'm just tainted by how it does play into the album now. Like it just works yeah. so well yeah, in yeah, its yeah, place yeah. now that it's that it's hard for me to go it wouldn't fit but i i think i do think you're probably right yeah. ultimately no i like that though yeah, yeah it's I, an interesting point because like almost nothing would change but it would feel like it would be i don't know i i, it I would feel different agree, but yeah. at the same time yeah 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 i don't know <clears throat> oh here it comes <sighs> anyway um yeah sorry it's late and i'm tired it's not actually that late i'm just tired um no i think this is great i think lyrically it's really interesting i was hearing interpret i was reading interpretations preparing for this about this concept of how it could be like this reign of love a prisoner in the reign of love, like almost kind of like a criticism on the church and this idea of almost mm-hmm. maybe forced love or like projected love but not an, a deeper understanding of it it could yeah. be a more personal relational thing you know it's hard to fully you will never know right but i really yeah. like that idea of it being that you know yeah um because it's also really peaceful too. musically it's very calming and it's a really kind of nice i don't know if i'd say reset but it's a nice feeling uh after the really energetic lovers you know then you kind of bring it down a bit it's a nice blanket yeah. you know yeah yeah agreed you've been partying all night long which we Man. all do on a nightly basis yep yeah Get a nice little cozy blanket. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Get crunk. Let's bring that back. (laughs) I've been trying for a couple of years now. No one is taking me up on the offer. (laughs) I'm I'm starting to get frustrated by it. I'm like, come on, guys. Okay, well, you can't lead in with it. I if you've got so you're saying let's get crunk. You can't go up to someone and be like, you want to go get crunk? That's not that's not. Oh yeah. So you're trying. I have to try to get them to say it because no one's saying it. Yeah, bait them with. I'd say it can't be your entry point. It can't be an offer. You're already together. And you say, yeah, let's get crunk. You can't walk up to someone and be like, hey, you want to go get crunk? No, it doesn't work as well. If, if it was after after the matter, if you were crunk, mm-hmm. that's a different story. Oh, so, yeah. Okay. So maybe that's the way to do it. You say it when you're crunk. You say, oh, I'm so crunk right now. Or yeah, maybe crunk. everything so, seems so much cooler when you're crunk. Well, and, then, and then when you're yes. uncrunked, when you've decrunked, <laughs> the next morning, people are going to remember you saying that word and will use it moving forward. Yeah. Yep. Like, oh, yep. well, I feel like I should say I'm crunk oh. right now. Who was that really cool guy last night that kept saying, we're so crunk? Yeah. You know? So it's going to do, do wonders for your social world, and it's also oh, going to yeah. do wonders for the word crunk. That's how you yep. bring it back. Mm-hmm. You'd be a yeah. man about the town. Oh man! Well, all right. I feel like that actually brings us to the end of part one, and really, um, yeah, that's it. We we are now caught up with everything that we that someone deleted um, somehow. So do we need I, to intro? Yes, we will need to intro. Yes, but I feel like it's pretty clear that yes is coming yeah. next. So so next up mm. we've got yes. 
you know i feel like weirdly it's been such a journey we have to have some sort of goodbye like i thank you we for do the we know we do yeah a little a little thank you and i'm sorry yes both both a all thank right. you uh, and yeah. i'm sorry uh, on the count of three let's let's all sing uh uh thank you and i'm sorry but just <laughs> let's see what happens yeah okay you got it nick no and we're all, right. all gonna do it in a british accent too <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, all wait. right. Let's do it. Hold count, on, hold count on. us off then. Thank you, and I'm sorry. That's what. Yeah. Yeah. I don't all think right. I could do it in the British accent. <laughs> I mean, fine. That's fine. It'll just be less meaningful. But go ahead. Caleb, yeah. Count us down. All right. Ready? On the count of, I'm gonna go one, two, three, and then on that Got four, it. we're just gonna okay. okay. One, two, three. Bye. Thank, Thank you, you, and I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Golden. Jesus. All right, let's play yes. I am a frustration. Saying Lord, lead me not into temptation. But it's not easy when she turns. Uh, have you, did you listen? Did you read that um, Coldplay um, Q and A they did the other night that I told you about? Yeah. When um, Johnny wished that he could play more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he was like, Chris doesn't let us play wow. yes. And if he I think Chris doesn't let us, he, Johnny's like, can we play yes? And Chris takes his guitar away yeah. and says, you get this back. Did he actually say Chris doesn't? No, no, no. They, he said, someone said something like, what do you think about the song? Yes. And, and Johnny said, oh, I actually really like that. If I could remember how to play it, I'd like to do it live again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh. yeah. And they didn't play this one live that much during the tour. There are videos of it, but there are very, it was like, not like a, like a mainstay during the Viva tour, but um. Yeah, very. This is that low register, Chris, right here yep. coming in. This is Chris. Yeah. This is Chris. Um, Sultry. I'm Chris Martin. I will be doing the national um, for this whole song. <laughs> I'm doing the national. I'm just doing the national. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> <This> is... <laughs> I call it doing the national. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very interesting vocally. The lowest, I mean, lowest register Chris Martin song I can think of, um, mm-hmm. and I can think of a lot, honestly. Yeah. Um, and it's awesome. Yeah, it's very cool. Very cool. Lyrically, it's. Ve- I mean, I've never heard of the. You know. It's it's interesting to hear Chris say, but it's not easy when she turns you on. Right, like, that just seems like mm-hmm. such a visceral and lyric. Following that up with "Sin Stay Gone," that's yeah, so good. yeah, yeah, "Sin Stay Gone," yeah. And by the way, I did not know that was the lyric until two or three days ago. I thought it was like I know since, it was the lyric since, until now. Since the, I thought it was like since they gone, but it's but it's not easy when she turns you on, comma "Sin Stay Gone," mm. which is like really yeah. wow. That, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that adds a new layer to it. Yeah, the violin um, work on this. Oh yeah, is incredible. It gets me so amped up when there's yeah. that little isolated do 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 and then the ending so yeah yeah very cool. It's awesome. It's very unique in there. Yeah, this is the one that I was trying to find out to make sure that it was violin. Oh yeah, because I was yeah. struggling to find the instrumentation. Mm-hmm. But I was like, yeah. yeah. Well, so it sounded good. like that that David that David Ross Rossi, uh, or Rossi. I know it's Italian, so I'm not. I'm sure I'm not saying it right. Mm-hmm. He actually David did Rossi. most of the most of the <laughs> David Rossi did most of the yep. instrumentation or the See, um, you violins. Didn't use your hand the first time. And that's that's what that was it, the yeah. problem. Once mm-hmm. so I used my hand, it yeah. came so naturally. Yeah. Um, what happens when you use both? David Rossi. <laughs> Wow, that was powerful, <laughs> right? No, yeah. David Rossi. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they cancel each other out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, That's I, stupid. If Too I read this hands. right, he actually did all of the violin work on the album himself, and they just mm-hmm. layered it. So it sounds like you've got a full orchestra mm-hmm. playing, but it's mainly just him layered on top of oh, yeah. himself, which is really cool. That's pretty sweet. Um, but uh, but yeah, the violin work is great. Um, the guitar, the I mean, every part of it just comes mm-hmm. together in a really yeah. cool. I really love the breakdown after that last verse. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. And then and I, oh, I oh. think he I think it's backwards guitar that he has in there. Yeah. It's I think it's just Johnny doing something reverse tracks or something. It. It's very cool. Yeah. Yeah. And this and this to me does sound Beatlesy. Like I I hear those influences in it. Like that those orchestral kind of um I think you said ethereal sort of mm-hmm. ethereal sort of things going on that that the Beatles would do. I don't. I still don't see, like. I, well, don't say you don't see. It. I don't. I you don't get say it. You don't hear no, it. no. I. <laughs> <laughs> can you I see, see songs. It's just, it's just I don't. I I can't yeah. grasp that comparison. Okay. Like, some of us. It's have fair. No, no. Me either, by the way. But I'm not. I'm not as knowledgeable about the Beatles, so it, it doesn't feel like. <laughs> I mean, fair I might. I, mean, I might be wrong. I'm just saying it sounds no. like. I would never say like you're wrong like, because I don't know enough about the Beatles. Right, but I, I don't know want someone. But right, I, yeah. So that's yeah. Yeah, you know, Yellow Submarine, and that's it. Yeah, you know, right? They're hits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the one, the one hit they had, Yellow Submarine. <laughs> it's still crazy to me that they got so big off that, that one, one goddamn song. song. <laughs> I don't even think it's that great. <laughs> Everyone talks about Lennon and McCartney, but I don't think he's. They're singing in that song. No. <laughs> Um, and, and so this one again, it's back to back, Ringo, another, all Ringo all the time, Ringo FM, <laughs> um, another hidden track on this one, um, uh, Chinese sleep chant mm-hmm. is what we've got coming up here. Yeah. I remember reading, I don't quote me on this. If you're listening and you're a Coldplay fanatic, don't quote me on this. I read somewhere when this came out that this was a song that Chris wrote under hypnosis. And so that's why the lyrics are very sense. Um, muffled. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he recorded it during hypnosis too. <laughs> they wrote it and then he went back <laughs> under a few days. He later. just recorded himself sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's just going, ooh. He's going, like, shut up. <laughs> She's like, Apple hasn't slept in nights, Chris, and you need to stop. <laughs> Get some medication or something. Um, yeah, but it's, it is an interesting one. It's like, it's weird because there was, I felt like Spend there was a... Singing, yes in your sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, like, just, no, just sleeping. <laughs> Sin, stay gone. <laughs> I like it. Was, ooh, yes. <laughs> I... I um, oh, my, oh, it, it's weird because like one thing that Chris doesn't do very often is play electric guitar. Like he's mm-hmm. normally acoustic or piano. This is one of the few songs where he's also playing electric with mm-hmm. with Johnny, and it's just it's I don't know. It feels weird for me to see Chris with an electric guitar because it just feels like that's not right. He doesn't feel very like a guitarist, does he? I mean, mean? I feel like a, I feel like he's talked about Chris. when he does play guitar. Yeah, yeah. Chris. When he does yeah. play guitar, it's all like general like open tunings. Yeah, he's so he's, he has like a shape. Or two well, shapes, but a di- but very yeah the two yeah and they they sound I, he great. talked about that in an interview one time saying I think I was talking to you about this mm-hmm. recently where he said like um, I I knew that I would never be the best at guitar oh, okay. at, at like the at like the yeah, the, the yeah, style yeah. or the um, mm-hmm. the um, te- technique mm-hmm. but so I use a lot of I used a lot of weird tunings to sound unique mm-hmm. even though the shapes mm-hmm. and the playing is very yeah and okay. once and you're right that though, was like one when of the you Q&A learn things. John, oh yeah, Johnny yeah. Johnny was like, oh, I always try to keep it yeah, simple. Chris. You gotta ask Chris. Yeah. I was like, the question was, why are there so many weird tunings on Coldplay songs? And that was yeah. Johnny's like, I always want it simple. You gotta have to ask Chris that question. <laughs> but you're right though, because yeah. like I found someone on the subreddit. Shout out to whoever you are. Mm-hmm. Um, they they went through yeah. the album and like made a list of all of the tunings for all of the songs yeah. on each album. And it's really weird, Dang. you know, unique in each, you mm-hmm. know. But 
Um, but once you get that tuning, and then you take a look at the the tabs for it, mm-hmm. it's mainly the same shape moving oh, yeah. up and down mm-hmm. the, the the neck. So it's not a, it's not oh, hard yeah. to play. You just got to tune it right. Um, I got to tune it right. Interesting. But uh, Chinese, <laughs> I, I like this one. I think yeah. it is it is uh, unique. I, I again would never skip it. I don't think I never go out of my way to put it on. Yeah. Um, but that's part of because it's a B side. Or not, yeah. Sorry, it's a hidden it a track. Times. What's that? I've wanted to skip it a couple times. Really? Because it goes it's on. It's okay too? for me. Okay. I want I want them to make a full album. With this with, style. With, with that uh, glass of water and rainy day. Yeah. Putting those three, I think they're very stylistically Interesting. very close. Together. I love those other two. I've never put them in the same room as this. And I don't know. I it, like the guitar riff in this, but something about it just doesn't mm-hmm. quite come together. It, it just sure. sounds like a like a local band that I could go see with those three songs specifically. Sure. Yeah. I don't know what it is about it, um, but it's really enticing. I do kind of see yeah. it now, though, with yeah. those two. Yeah. Well, I think I think in a lot of those two, "Rainy Day" is harder for me to connect. But with "Glass of Water" and this, yeah. the electric guitar is very forward. Like even though yeah. "Rainy Day" is Chris on piano, that chorus is very electric guitar forward. With Johnny just hitting, yeah. the, hitting the chords and mm-hmm. stuff. Right. Um, and it feels very like this, even though there is a lot of texture here, like we keep saying, it is very like guitar, guitar, bass, drums. Yeah, this is mm-hmm. the, and, and and "Glass mm-hmm. of Water" is the same thing. I think. Yeah, but I like it a lot. I like it a lot, yeah. and it brings us into our. Uh, Yes, little known probably biggest song this band has ever done would you think would you say that's fair like forwards and backwards from this point do you think viva is their biggest song no something just like this oh, that's, okay that's fair it's, yeah that's true yeah. i'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure it's that's their most stream too it is it is their most stream yep. we played that game yep. a couple of episodes oh ago. yeah yep yep okay um yeah. yeah that's a fair point but at this point for sure yeah oh this was this was groundbreaking this this is this it was blew the, up like crazy. this was yeah. from arena to stadium i think was this album mm-hmm. this song sort of a thing which is like you can't get yeah. much yeah. bigger than that um, beautiful. I, 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 you know, kind of you talking about lovers of Japan being a pos- being good for like a pop song nowadays. Mm-hmm. This one to me, it just feels so crazy to me that this is as big as it is. Not because yeah. it's not a it bad feels song. So unique, right? For how big it got. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's so, so different from yeah. that. at the time, there's no that. drum kit. There's no. Yeah. There's very little guitar. It's almost all strings and bass, like bass mm. drum and bass guitar. Like it's just. It's so unique. Yeah. yeah. When I think of things at that time that blew up like this, yeah, it's all pop stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then even in the indie there. world, there are yeah. something you know. You can kind of think of the suburbs and go, okay, that was a couple yeah. of years later. It sure. sounds similar in certain ways, but that you know, the suburbs was a huge. I think it won a Grammy and stuff, mm-hmm. but like okay, it was still five, in. Five, five, five. <laughs> it was still <laughs> an indie band. Like Coldplay yeah. were a commercial, or you know, right. commercial artists at this point. Um, and you know, when you think of like the bridge between the first chorus and the verse, which is just like all those again ethereal sounds, like mm-hmm. Chris playing some keys and like twinkling almost like stars, yeah. like that just doesn't feel like it belongs in a number one radio hit. But yeah, yeah. it is like it's, yeah. it is one of it's you know flexing. I'm trying um, to. And then you think again, like you, the, all of these things still being true. The chorus is, "I hear Jerusalem bells ringing, Roman cavalry choirs are singing." Like those aren't lyrics in no. a in a number one no, yeah. hit song. I thought for the longest time it was, "I hear a generation of bells." 
Yeah, yeah, I, that that mm. actually checks out too. <laughs> like that that would have worked really well, right? Uh, yeah. uh, and it, it is very yeah. And, for the longest time, I was like, "That's a cool line." And then, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I made up a cool <laughs> line. <laughs> I remember we were talking about "Fix You" last episode, and I was saying how there's so much meaning in that song, but live, it's become such a different experience. Like it is mm-hmm. about loss and grieving yeah. and and being there, but it's become such a communal experience that song, mm-hmm. where it transcends that live now. And I feel Viva's the exact same way, where sure. this song. As much as everything about it is beautiful, yeah. this song is about the sing along. Like you go yeah. see this song live, and when you get to that last part, mm. it is it is the moment you have. Been, like I'm just getting shivers just thinking about yeah. that. You know, Chris kind of doing his little hop dance down the thing and doing his arm thing, <laughs> yeah. and like the lights come up. I hit, the lamp. <laughs> I hit the lamp above the table. Um, the lights come up and everyone is singing it. Yeah, and it's just yeah. it is just do, beautiful. Do we have? We should put an audio clip of the. Of the concert that you guys went I to. don't have that audio clip no, no, anymore. No, because I think it's a good representation of, like, that feeling yeah, that you're getting yes. right now. <laughs> of, like, just that, vulnerability of, yeah, like, I, I don't. I, did I share that story with my mom when we saw Coldplay? Yeah. Yeah. So when you we listening went, yeah. to stuff on their way home. Yeah, because yeah. she was sitting next to me. And so she that's what she heard the whole time. And then I heard it on the phone. Yeah. I've, I have become a much better. I'm not a good singer. I've become a much better singer than I was oh, 13 yeah, years no, ago. Oh, completely. But listening to it then, it was like, whoo. No, but it's it's it's. But yeah, like it's, it's funny abandoned. to listen to. It's a band, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. but it's still it's a really good representation of that what yeah. you're trying to explain. You just lose feeling. all inhibitions, and yeah. like, not like in yeah. a drunk way, but like in a way of like nothing else matters yeah. than this experience mm-hmm. right here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I love I love Will on the timpani. <laughs> There's a live video from like 2009 where they're playing on some German show. And, you know, he's got the timpani here that he's doing, and then it goes into, like, the That's bell. Cool. Uh, and he's hitting the bell. And I think he's hitting the bell, and what happens is the top of the mallet breaks off, hits him in the face, and in one swoop, he drops it and grabs the extra run from the side and does not miss a beat. Is it where he, um, he But, yeah, but at the, end of the, at the end of the performance, he's got blood on his face yeah. and, like, a gash. And it that was crazy. Punk um, shit. Isn't it right? Coldplay punk rock. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> My timpani mallet. <laughs> I remember seeing this live. I remember that um, they all lost is the other song on this album mm-hmm. that has the timpani, and so they played Viva first, mm-hmm. and, and but they had rolled out the bell and timp- you know, and, mm-hmm. and I was like, they're playing Lost next. Like I just mm-hmm. felt like such yeah. a smug. Like there's only two songs. You're not gonna roll <laughs> yeah. it out and roll it back on stage. And sure enough, it go from Viva into Lost. But um, yeah, I mean, this song is a, a defining song of this band. It is. It oh, is yeah. the. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is the one week of Coldplay. <laughs> This is Coldplay's one week. <laughs> but yeah, this this album in general mm-hmm. and this song specifically feels like mm-hmm. it really cemented their place. Yes. As mm-hmm. yeah, in this the music is, industry like I agree. this is yeah, we are one of the biggest bands. And yeah. Yeah. And and, and I've, I a question I think about a lot is I feel like generally and this might be a dumb question mm-hmm. once you start answering it. I feel like generally most bands again, this is broad strokes their quote unquote best album is mm-hmm. one of their is their first or second album. Most of the time I feel like you're known for your mm-hmm. breakout album or the follow up where yeah. it's like the peak of what you did. I feel like Coldplay is one of those bands where generally excuse me, this is oftentimes regarded as their masterpiece. Four albums in. Yeah. And I think they're you know, I was talking to my buddy John Holman who's a Foo Fighters fan. Yeah. And mm-hmm. apparently Wasting Light, I think is what it's called. Yeah. Which was one of like their fifth or sixth mm-hmm. album is regarded as their best album. Yeah. I was curious, like, are there other um, bands you can think of that are like it's not their like 
I just bare naked ladies. I just feel like with every <laughs> with every band, yeah, that's I mean true. Stunt is you know their fourth album. Yeah. I feel like every band, whenever a new album comes out, there's always the mm-hmm. it's not as good as their old stuff album. I mean, for I get, sure. it depends on what community you go to, I guess, because a sure. lot of people like w- with my cutoff, mm-hmm. it's anything past MX. Sure, but yeah. I do. I have a lot of friends where it cuts off at Viva. Right, they don't enjoy right. Viva, and they're. They don't enjoy Viva. They don't they enjoy Viva. Interesting. So that so, they, so oh, cuts off before. Yeah, so Viva. X and Y would be the last that album. Interesting. interesting. So I, yeah. I mean, I would agree that generally Viva is would be there regarded as yeah, their yeah. yeah. But are there yeah. other bands you can think of though that like, oh, it's their fifth, fourth, or fifth album where they're like, that's the one that was like, you, you know, like I, I don't know, you know, U two maybe is one. Uh, Joshua Tree's kind of what's that? Beatles. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, I, don't know. I mean, they're an anomaly, though, right? Like they yeah. were just like yeah. this the whole time. Where was Automatic for the People on REM? Oh, that was a few albums later. That was five or six albums in minimum. So that's a fair yeah. point. Automatic is, yeah. a, or or even um, Out of Time, which was the right. same back back to back mm-hmm. like that. So I guess that's fair. Um, I just don't, I don't think you see that as much anymore. Any act that comes out now with their third, fourth, or fifth album, I don't feel like people go, "Oh, this is the one." Yeah. Like, the, like I feel like when Viva came out, people <clears> knew. People who are listening to it mm-hmm. knew, like, this is it. Like, this is the Coldplay yeah. album. I also think it's probably less common to make it that far, I would mm-hmm. say, to, to have been in a band for six, seven albums, b- being a new band right now. Maybe sure. I'm missing a lot of it. Sure. But I think it's more common for a lot of the bands that I like to do four albums and then call and that, it quits or really? move on to different projects. I, I mean, I don't know. Interesting. I, yeah. I I would just say it's less common to see a band aside from like Mountain Goats who's mm-hmm. like 20 albums in. Yeah. You yeah. know, some shit like that. But it's also hard to compare. There's not... The, exactly. Like, there's not a big pool to pull here with right. a similar yeah. career well, and, that, and that's a great point yeah. too. I mean, what... what uh, this is maybe just old man, you know, coming out. Mm-hmm. Like, And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. There aren't bands that are big like this anymore i think it's coming back very quickly really very quickly yeah so i mean so who's next well and and before before you say that i think what's happened is like (laughs) it is the next coldplay (laughs) acts have become big right you're justin bieber olivia rodrigo like and and i'm saying nothing negative about them at all but Mm -hmm. like it seems like it has moved generally from even you know you've got your it feels like I, I always say these bands like Maroon Five and Coldplay mm-hmm. are like your old guard. Imagine Dragons a little bit, maybe mm-hmm. being kind of like they're a huge band, mm-hmm. but yeah. most of the big acts nowadays are are pop acts, are your yeah. single people. But if you look at That's artists true. like Coldplay, Imagine Dragons, and Maroon Five, sure, most of them are synthesized instruments. Yeah, or at this point, but then yeah, but for then sure. you take those artists you name like Billy and Olivia Rodrigo. Yeah. Their songs are full band songs. Dude, I was listening to an Olivia song. I don't know it's which one it was. Good for you. It might have been good for it's you. Fantastic. Yeah, I was like, I was expecting it because I had yeah. not heard any Olivia Rodrigo before, yeah. and so I expected it to be kind of like a synthy pop thing. Yeah, it felt like like Avril Lavigne almost. Yeah, it's, and I was like, this is so good. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. so it's it's. I mean, it's real instrument. It, it's yeah. The it's not fake instrument of a band. No, it's, right. It, yeah. and that and Billy. I mean, Billy's been. She's been. Yeah. Killing the spearing game. this thing like for the past few years right but like right i genuinely think at least those yeah those aspects of the sound of like a full band is coming back at least yeah which is awesome. I'm, I'm for it yeah. yeah 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 it's interesting to just see music change like that oh, to see all those things so come cool. in and come out and you think about like how big dubstep was in like 2008 2013 <laughs> like that whole style you know <laughs> yeah right and how that's kind of uh, run its course for a little while. I'm yeah. sure things like that will come back, but you know, it's yeah. cool. I think there's a lot of singer songwriter things words. happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's making the claim Dubstep today. Dubstep will be back. Um, I think that <laughs> 2023. whole, like, 
Sarah Barry Alice, like Nora Jones, like that yeah. sort of vibe is also coming back in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think that's, um, or like even like your John Mayer sort of stuff is mm-hmm. kind of coming back in style with like James Bay. Like, like yeah, that, I, yeah, like exactly. I'm a big fan of that mm-hmm. stuff too. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but anyway, so Vivo. Hosier's getting big. Like, what is? Hosier. Hosier. Yep. Hosier's yeah. great. He's, I mean, um, the new Lord song this, that came out yesterday. Did you listen to it? Solar <gasps> no, Power? No. Yeah. Lord, no, Lord Dropper. Shit. Yeah. New Lord song yesterday. Oh, yeah. What was her last stuff? That uh, was a, a few years ago. ago Melodrama right? was the, um, or pure, pure, no, yeah. Melodrama was the second yeah, okay, album. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's move on to Violet Hill then. Yeah. War protest song yeah. from Coldplay. Holy shit, is yeah. this song amazing? Yeah. <laughs> this is uh, like, I, I, I was know. saying that we the took dissonance little... is back, baby. <laughs> oh. Nick's favorite, <laughs> Nick's word of the word of the year, <laughs> dissonance. <laughs> this was I was saying during that we took a little break earlier that I was like the these this run of the last three songs could be their best run of songs ever from Violet Hill to mm-hmm. Strawberry Swing to Death and All His Friends. Mm-hmm. But like I feel like what the whole album. The other Whole album. That's what I'm saying. The whole album mm-hmm. could, could be like that, though. <laughs> Thought it was a ten. Album. Huh? Just stop. <laughs> this is <laughs> such an awesome song from yeah. these guys. Yeah. The tone of it, it's so moody. Uh, Johnny's guitar in it, mm-hmm. that solo, that crunchy guitar yeah. solo. Oh, my god. There's something I love that usually is really hard to pull off where they have just like those straight, I think they're quarter note hits, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah between... Big, right. And they do it... I don't know. It's probably seven or eight beats, but like... Right? It's cool every right. time yeah. it happens. Yeah. And usually that's something, I don't know, I feel like it's yeah. cheesier, like, it doesn't work well. from, like, classic rock that's yeah. just, yeah. like, not there anymore. But they do it so well. Yep. And it, it gets me hyped up really every well. time. Yeah. Will's I, drumming. I always remember, yeah, loving the guitar mm-hmm. in the song, but I was really digging the drumming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it worked. Mm-hmm. it's so good. Everything about the lyrics, again, all you know, anti-war lyrics, a, a critique on Fox News mm-hmm. as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um uh, I mean, every, you can point to any line of this song. And I think, you know, this is a great representation. I know I was saying that it was kind of either or, but this is a great representation of, like, a critique on society. Yeah. Um, but also a person, like, the like the, the the sing-along part is, if you love me, won't you let me get, let me know? Mm-hmm. And then at the end, it's, if you love me, why'd you let me go? Mm-hmm. And, like, the way Chris sings that is killer every time mm-hmm. for me. But, it you know, it, it combines those two. It combines the societal and the yeah. personal. I think it's a really cool, really cool combo there. Yeah. Um, Violet Hill is a fucking, it's, awesome. it's a yeah. knockout, man. I love like, that beginning too, when it feel like it brings that like waiting for the concert feeling again. It's like yeah. forty seconds or something. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I, this song is just. I mean, it is it is one of the best things they've ever done. Uh, I'd say. Dang. Both of both these I both love of their it. sets of eyes. I didn't were expect like, it to be that. that, that yeah. No, I think it is. I think this is one of the best things they've ever done. Um, That's cool. Yeah, I agree. I do. Yeah. Okay. All right. I love it. I don't know if it's top five for me, but of Col- on the it's great. Yeah, of Coldplay. Oh, okay. Steph. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, it's definitely not top five no. of all time. <laughs> no, no. I was gonna ask on the album. <laughs> oh, on okay. the album. Yeah, yes. definitely. <laughs> okay. Is this in the top half of the album or the bottom half of the album? <laughs> Who knows? I'll find out later. <laughs> all right. Let's move yep. on then to Strawberry Swing. Yeah. Strawberry Swing and not think there are Beatles influences on this album. 
Because it it's it ripping an Oasis like, straight it off. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. Like, I don't know what part of Beatles you're talking about. Like, fucking this part. Strawberry Fields Forever. Because they have the word strawberry in it. Like, like what's the uh, raspberry raspberry beret? Nobody talks raspberry about Prince? fruit, Caleb. Yeah, it sounds like that Prince what? song. Raspberry sorbet. Sh sorbet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was watermelon oh sugar. <laughs> no, you're thinking of She's My Cherry Pie. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, I thought it was Cherry Bomb. <laughs> uh, you're thinking of Old MacDonald had a farm. Yeah, because they grew strawberries. There's two strawberries at the farm. <laughs> Old MacDonald had a strawberry farm. <laughs> uh, strawberry swing. I think this is one of the best things they've ever done. <laughs> Next. Uh, yeah, I don't. Ha I don't have much to say about it. I think it's great. I think it's a lot of fun. It's. Uh, I think it's the, the one of the only songs on this album that's kind of pulling away from what it the theme has been. Mm -hmm. As far as like sure. instrumentation goes, they, they still have all the same aspects, but like it fits really well on the album. But, but it it's definitely a big tone shift. Feel, yeah, definitely feels a little odd. Because what's what's after That's this a bit song? Faster. I think it's is great. This what Brian I love it. Eno's like? We're doing the whole thing. <laughs> I think it is Brian that says that. I think it is Eno that says no. It's a bit faster in the beginning of the song. Oh. I think it's Sourpuss himself coming in. Okay. <laughs> No, it's a bit faster. Yeah, see, this Jesus. is this yeah. is another one. I I don't really have a good idea of what the instrumentation is. If this is is this like violin strings or is this like a, don't some sort him. of electric? Okay, well, thank the, you. Da, da, it's da, it's da, brass. Da, da, da. It's trumpets, trombones, and saxophones. It's he's got to have like a delay or a reverse delay on, on his the guitar. guitar. Yes, yeah. no, it's a, it's that's a what delay. that it's, he's it's got could, a delay on that it. guitar. Okay. Yeah, because he does play it live. But I, obviously, I really like it. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Um. I think this. I, I do actually think this is one of the best songs they've ever written. Like this is this is absolutely. It's one of those songs to me that is so good. Yeah. That I almost like. You, you almost don't have it. anything to say. Yeah. You know, like oh. it's come yeah. full circle. Yeah. Where yeah. I'm just mm -hmm. like I am in awe every time I listen to this song. Mm -hmm. um, I love the lyrics. I love. It's 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 weird because you think of higher power and you think of that as an uplifting positive mm -hmm. song, yeah. and it, but it's so full of energy and so much going mm -hmm. on in it. Whereas this, I also feel is just as uplifting and powerful, but musically it's the mm -hmm. complete opposite. Where like that yeah. first half is mainly just the atmosphere, Chris and then Johnny, mm -hmm. and then as the song goes on, you got the drums that come in and the bass and, but even and then it doesn't acoustic. really pick up. No, it just kind of every time I listen to this, yeah. I feel like. I feel like I remember it picking up and I'm waiting for it to and it yeah. doesn't. And yeah. I don't I don't think that yeah. subtracts from it. Yeah. But every time I, I feel like I'm waiting for it to pick up a little sure. bit. Sure. Yeah. And generally I think it'd be hard to produce an album like this cuz a lot oh, gosh, of yeah. the, well just in generally like writing songs having a uh, beginning and ending they do, the they middle. can't really rely on like uh, a an acoustic guitar that's playing the whole time. Right. You know, right. they're playing yeah. around with like the textured claps and whistling right, right and there's not really full and, and that's a, such a driving force of it too it's not like hard, oh let's add yeah. some claps in the background it's no this is what's going to drive it in the beginning yeah until more because even that in. part where it cuts out right after the chorus it's uh yeah and then and everything, everything kinda, cuts yeah yeah like it's hard to plan for stuff yeah like that when you're recording it or if chris just wrote the song on an acoustic guitar yeah i wonder how 
they would work with Brian and map that out. Because yeah, I have no clue. I was thinking that's how it comes together. Yeah, even yeah. Just, you know, not to always go back to Bleachers like I do, but they just released the new song uh, this week. How oh dare you want more? God. And it is. I this might be album of the year when it comes out because everything they're releasing is just mm-hmm. some of the best shit. But I was we'll watching see. them play it. I'm really interested to see how I the rest of it that fills loved in. Loved the two that come out. I'm interested to see how the rest of it fits yeah. in, knowing that 45 and China. Uh, right yeah, it's going to be interesting to see the different yeah. how how it fluctuates emotionally but i'm watching this there's like saxophone solos in the mm-hmm. song guitar oh, solos song. and but like you're i'm watching him play it and the mm-hmm. chorus is basically d-d-d-a-g yep. like like that's the whole it's d-a-g-a-g classic like dag. you know like mm-hmm. it's a classic dag song right <laughs> and so but what's Those are the but, chords to that what to this i know song, right yeah. <laughs> yeah. is that what dad um, rock is, is it dad? <laughs> yes classic dad yes. d-a-d d-a-d is a dad rock song but like my point is is like because I, I also go to those chords, like a lot of people do, go to those chords when you're writing a song. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. then you look, like, that does not sound like a DAG song. No. Yeah. But it's, there's, like I said, there's saxophones, all those, there's sing along, like, it's mm-hmm. all these, you don't. Yeah, exactly. You, you, and I think that's the thing, the problem that I have as a songwriter the past couple of years is that I don't have, on my day to day basis, mm-hmm. you and your band, that, you know, John and Miles yeah. and everybody to bounce things off of. So yeah. I can't go, what do you think about this? Oh, what if we try this? It's oh, yeah. just me and the acoustic guitar. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, you feel restricted exactly. to the arena. If you, so, if you try and translate uh, Strawberry Swing right. to playing an acoustic guitar at like a coffee shop, it's, it's not going to go well. It's going to sound completely different. And it's going to sound kind of, might sound even kind of boring, yeah. depending on how, yeah. how you translate it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do think that. Because I, I agree, it sounds like it'd be so hard to produce this. Yeah. But they did it, and it worked. Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is phenomenal. Um, it's great. You should we finish it off? Yeah. Let's move on to death, and. All this So good, yeah, man. This uh, another live moment for this. It starts with the piano, and again, I would I listen to left, right, left, right, left because there's a there is a live version of Strawberry Swing, mm-hmm. and there's a live version of this on it, and it's it's so good. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I saw them live, you know, they they had the background, the backing, uh, fucking band, background yeah. just for the stage, yeah. right? Like they had the yeah. Viva painting up there for most of the show, and um. Like the, the the painting of the album cover that with all the and and so right. he's just in the little piano part you know and when it gets to the and um uh and just be patient and don't worry and he goes and don't worry and then like a, and everything comes yeah. in this giant Viva banner unfurls behind them and it's just the white background mm-hmm. and the V I V A with the paint strips that's cool and it's just so it's it's yeah. another we're just like mm-hmm. and you're like and everyone goes crazy and just oh <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, I I almost made the snippet just the build up, no words because the build up is do, so do, 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 so good. Yeah. Like, oh damn. yeah, yeah. Again, phenomenal yeah. song. Like a perfect ending to this album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think the piano part in the beginning is so beautiful. That's too. one of the only piano parts I know how to play. Oh really? Yeah. Really? Oh really? I love it so much. And yeah. Whenever I get it, and because it's yeah. I mean, it makes you sound like a good pianist if you don't know. If you, yeah. <laughs> you know, like. I've got a couple of killers um, uh, synth lines memorized. Yeah. So whenever yep. I go to the keys, I play those. You're like, you play keys? I'm like, yeah. just a little bit. <laughs> Not I'm a dabble. lot. I'm dabble. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I can play the killer songs and my own synth line mm-hmm. from Acolyte, and that's about it. <laughs> but it sounds cool when I play them. Oh, man. 
yeah. But, um, but yeah, no, I agree. It, it, it is really beautiful sounding. If you're so. talking about like a lot yeah. of the songs that they're doing have like A and B for the most part. Yeah. Building up. Yeah. They mastered it with this song. I agree. I feel I agree. like a lot of build up songs feel like there's a tension in the whole beginning part. And yeah. you're just kind of yeah. waiting for it to hit. Yeah. And this one I feel like is a little different. Like, yeah, it's like three pieces. Yeah. And it's like, it's yeah. the beginning could be its own thing. And then there's the jam and section in the middle. Just, then it comes out of nowhere. It still works like amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then it builds up and then the ending too. Yeah. It's, it, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. yeah. But they all transition so well. Like you're right. They yeah. feel three distinct pieces, but they all transition into each other. Really, but I, really yeah, well. it, that makes it unique to me. Cause yeah. like you look at Violet Hill and there's just like that, the tension in yeah. the whole time yeah. waiting for it to build up. Mm-hmm. 42 even has a similar yeah. thing. But I yep. also feel like if you were a, if you were a non fan or if you had not heard the song before and you were listening to or hearing it live, when that first drop hits, you're not expecting that. Right. Like with Violet Hill, you're expecting something's coming. Right. So like you said, there's a tension. Whereas this, it's, it's more abrupt, but it, it's still natural, but you're not, you're not expecting it to go. There's the drop I've been waiting right. for. You're like, exactly. Oh, okay, cool. We're going like here. Fix you is the same, same way. Yeah. It yeah. Still builds. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I love hearing the other bands vocals too, the backing vocals. Oh yeah. And the, yeah. the shot. Yeah. Cause then, then yeah. It, it really completes like the last chapter of for this. me at least. Yes. Cause you get to hear the, the pieces of like Will translating through timpani, his yeah. little piece, yeah, of art. But now you get to hear them all together. I agree for the very yeah. last. There's that we'll do seven. this on the B side song, uh, B side episode in a, in a while. But yeah, um, the one of the B sides I don't remember which track was. Um, Death will never conquer, which was a mm-hmm. live song there, which is again a really folky live song yeah. or song. And um, the studio version is just Chris on piano, but the live version that's also on left, right, left, right, left, um, is will singing it and it's not mm. piano bass it's guitar bass and chris has a harmonica yeah. solo and it's just really unique mm-hmm. um in in this sort of viva era um but this is a beautiful like you said yeah final chapter oh yeah to this album i wish i wrote this one yeah this sometimes is sometimes you hear yeah. songs like, God damn it how do they I do I that wrote this one yeah yeah yep. i agree um i think this is more so and we still have the escapist to get into real quick um right more so than any other Coldplay album i feel like or most albums, I, I, this is one of the best produced albums I can think of, where the production on it just hit so well. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. I do think Joshua Tree has that too, mm-hmm. where you've got like those those front three songs. Uh, the whole album's great. Yeah. Those front three songs are just produced so well, where you're like kind of going back to your Strawberry Swing thing. If this album was produced differently, it just mm-hmm. would not have been as good. Like yeah. the yeah. the instrumentation, the tones, like it just wouldn't have been as good of an album. Um, the the production is as much an instrument on it or a member of the band if you want to kind of get mm-hmm. metaphorical as as any of the four of them yeah. are or five of them sorry it's Phil. its own character it's its own character <laughs> in, the, in the book yeah um, so you want to do the escapist real quick kind of yeah. get through that kind of a, a bookend an epilogue if you will Well, this is this, this goes back to John Hopkins a little bit though, who's the guy who oh. did the the, the um, university, John Hopkins University, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, who did the um uh the one a from nice collaboration between Coldplay and John Hopkins University. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said earlier. Did you hear me say earlier they collaborated with BMW? They just released yesterday. Really? Higher Power is like because BMW is doing a lot of like eco friendly oh, stuff. Is BMW like a band like BTS? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. The car. I really people. think it means something doing else. A lot of, like, the cars and stuff, but anyway. Um, I like this. I think this. I I feel the same way about life and technically where I wouldn't l- go out of my way to listen to this song, but mm-hmm. like I think when yeah. you listen to this as a whole, yeah, work of art, it 
feels very good at the end of this yeah, album. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the lyrics and in the end we lie awake and we dream of making an escape. Like that's just pretty solid. Pretty good there. Yeah. 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 Pretty, pretty good. So we are going to, because <laughs> even this was a bonus track on this album um, and we're, it's not separate enough to do it in the bonus track episode. Lost yeah. question mark. Yeah. It was released uh, as a bonus track in the iTunes version, mm-hmm. not, not region specific. So just everywhere. Yeah. We're going to so, cover it because we, because we want to. Yeah. Because so we, fuck yeah, you. We make the rules. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's lost, lost question, question mark. mark. Doesn't mean I'm hurt. Doesn't mean I didn't get what I deserve. No better, no worse. I, I might prefer this to exclamation mark. Ooh. Question mark to exclamation mark? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know if I... I don't know. I, 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 it, it I changes. did it as a kid. What's that? Sorry. I did it as a kid. I definitely preferred this to, I don't know why, to exclamation mark. I think this obviously changes the tone of the song completely. Oh yeah, and and it goes back to X and Y. Hardest part, the studio version versus hardest part, the piano ballad version. Mm-hmm. It just changes so much in it, mm-hmm. and it feels the same here. Where the, this is a almost a completely different song than the exclamation mark version. Um, and so I, I don't think it's I like the exclamation mark better, but I think this yeah, is it's, beautiful it's, it in its own way. Feels more introspective than uplifting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to put it. Yeah, it's fun to imagine that this is this might have been what Chris brought to the band. Yeah, he oh. might have sat down and played exactly question that, mark version. Yeah, and then somehow they translated it to exclamation mark, which is cool. which is fun to think about. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't and, know. And probably, I'd say probable that that's what happened. Yeah, too. Like, probably, I feel like yeah. that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I think. Yeah, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, um, we'll we'll talk about this when we do prospects march, but. There's also uh, the plus version, which is with Jay Z, yep. and then mm-hmm. when they did the Grammys, when they played the Grammys, yep. they did basically lost question mark yep. plus, which was Chris on piano, and then Jay Z came out and sang his verse, okay. and then they oh. went into Viva. So it's you know there's so many different versions I out there. I used to rewatch and that on YouTube. All it could the be time. lost at as well because technically that was live. And lost at is the oh, so they combined three whoa. versions of lost into one performance. <laughs> but yeah, I bought that on iTunes. That performance, I remember. Yeah. I remember yep. watching all the time. It was mm-hmm. really cool, but. So, so any, big any different thoughts? Big picture? No, I think this is a masterpiece. I have I have nothing neg- to critique about this album. Yeah, I mean, I don't, not nothing worth critiquing. Critiquing. I mean, there's not there's stuff that I would prefer. Maybe they changed a little bit, sure. or maybe some song. Yeah, there's some songs that I would like to actually swap out uh, with with like prospect prospects stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. For sure. But no, I, I I don't find anything wrong with this. Nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, to to push you on that, what would you swap out with what? Uh, I think Rainy Day and Glass of Water mm-hmm. are hits. I yeah. think they're so good. Yeah. Um, Agreed. But I'm not going to say what I'd swap I, them out I, with. I because... believe... Oh, that oh, yeah. we'll a second. Yeah, I, right. I, I yeah. believe I okay. read we'll in come the back to it that in a minute. <laughs> Famous Old Painters and, and Rainy Day were... Or sorry, and, and Glass of Water mm-hmm. were going to be on this, but the band and Brian decided they weren't good enough to put on the album. Bullshit. Yeah, they are good. They're yeah. so good. Yeah, I agree. Rainy Day could have fit on here. Yeah, I, I think they both a nice, could have a nice solid fourteen. Yeah, <laughs> uh, twenty songs. Well, just put the whole thing in there. Yeah. Or eleven if you're gonna hide four. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, would about you, Nick. What it, any final thoughts on it? No, not different than what we've said already. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then I guess okay. <laughs> I guess let's get into <laughs> no, no. <laughs> our major minus, our majors nah. and minuses. Um, how do we want, what order do we want to go in? Who's majors and minuses? Manuses? I can guess yours, I think. Okay. So Pretty start perfectly. with me then. Okay. Okay. 
um, I know what your major is. Okay. So, you get if you think you know, you go Can first. I go though. first. Yeah. Because we're keeping track for us now. Oh, okay. So I don't want yours okay, to influence yeah, yeah. him. Are Caleb? Are our guesses on Caleb's not counting towards the cumulative? No. These are oh, the cumulative on. is only between the two of us. Let me play. Okay. You you can play, but like okay, no, I so know, I'm, I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna guess JD. Okay. And then you're gonna go all of them. No, because that his, his I don't want him to influence me either. You both do me. Yeah, we'll, we'll both we'll do, do you, you and, and then you do we'll us. Both, I'll do. I was, I was going to try to give <laughs> Caleb a, a chance to catch up. Let's try this. I'm at four points, he's so not, he could catch he's up a guest. right now. <laughs> Let's try this. Okay, I'll Nick will do me, okay. and then you'll do me. Okay, and then Ooh, I'll do Nick. Bummer. And then you'll do Nick. <laughs> and then at the end, we'll both do you, but we'll do that at the same time. Okay, to fine. Yep, 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 yes. yep. All right, okay. so you do me first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, go. I think I would I, – I'm going to guess Strawberry Swing is your favorite. Okay. Least favorite, I kind of got no idea. <laughs> um, like we said, it's not going to be Life in Technicolor because that's a bit of a cop-out. So better not be life in Technicolor. So I'm kind of between. I'm a cop out, baby. Or uh, lovers in Japan. Okay. But I think I think I'm going cemeteries of London. Okay. As your minus. Well, you killed. What are your guesses? I, I had the same thing. Strawberry swing is favorite or yep. is major and and cemeteries of London uh, as minus. Yep. I you're both right. Okay. Spot on. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, cemeteries of London is a minus barrel, right? Like it's one of those yeah. something yeah, has yeah, to yeah. come in last yeah. songs because I love that song, but mm-hmm. I I do think. When we did the brackets for Coldplay last year, yeah. um, this surprisingly did not. This surprised me that it did not come in number one for me. But for the longest time, and still like gut reaction now, that might be the best song we've ever done. Hmm? Is that song? Dang. So, yeah. Okay. So okay. So now you need to go to guess yours. Me. I think your favorite is Death and All His Friends, and I think your least favorite is the one that I've been struggling with. I think your least. I'm. Mean, I've got down to cemeteries. I've got it down to Strawberry Swing. And I also feel like it could it could be yes, but I just don't think you had enough to say about yes. So I'm gonna say your least favorite is is also Cemeteries of London. Your minus. What about you, Caleb? Uh, I'm gonna say his least favorite, Strawberry Swing. And his favorite is is uh, Violet Hill. Ooh, oh, that's a good pick too. All right, two and zero. Oh. Really? Yeah. Damn it. So cemeteries comes in, in last yeah. and death comes in first? Really? I I I thought I was sleeping on death and that you, yeah. you were going to pick nah, up on that one. Nah, I can yeah. You've got a thing as a whole for like closing tracks. Like those really do yeah. it for you a lot of the time. Yeah. Um fairly so. I really I really almost really fought to get the build up in Death and All His Friends yeah. to be our intro. Oh, as that would that would have worked, man. That would have mm. worked. No. Yeah. Adventure of a Lifetime, Jeanette had overruling power yeah. on that, though. I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay. So when you do that, it always, like, I do that, too. It always sounds like a circus. Like, All right, so I think, I think I know, I know what your favorite is for sure. I'm pretty okay, sure. Okay, well, then I really? need to go first, because I've kind of got no idea. All right. Because otherwise, yeah. I'd probably pick up, piggyback off of yours. Yeah, all right, so you go ahead, then. I got really nothing. I'm going to... Keep it the same for all of us. Okay. The minus is Cemeteries of London. Okay. Just shot in the dark. And I'm going to go Violet Hill for your favorite. Okay. I'm going to say Death and All His Friends is your favorite. Okay. And I'm struggling between Cemeteries and Strawberry Swing for your least favorite. Um, but just a wild card, I'm going to say it's Strawberry Swing. Uh, 
Cemetery's his least favorite. Ah, I, yeah, death, death I, and all. I'm the same as you. Oh, yeah. Death's friend. So and it's weird because I, I I still think Cemetery's London is a great song, but I think it is maybe. I'm surprised that it came in all of us as. Last. Me too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think like there's just it's it's one of those things where it's such a loaded album, mm-hmm. and this is ma- that one is maybe the least powerful of them all. Compa- yeah. When you compare it yeah. to Diva, it just kind of gets lost in a little. Well, no, a little bit. No, that in loss between is lost after. And, yeah. And, yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. That. Yeah, um, let's move on to our um, ma- rainy, day rainy day Rex. So, um, oh, yeah. you guys probably think of one real quick. Sorry, you got one. Oh, you got one. Okay. So, something that we've watched, read, seen, mm-hmm. listened to, that we've enjoyed, mm-hmm. that we think other people would enjoy. Would uh, you like to go first? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I've, I've been, Jen and I have been recently getting into anime. Yeah, I've seen and you doing it on Snapchat. Yes, and, yeah. And I would like to recommend the show Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer? Is that the one that just had a movie to make? Yes. And we, Jen and I relate to the game of getting into the show. And so we binged it in a few days. Mm-hmm. And then the last showing of the movie in the state of Michigan was at like 10 p.m. that night. And we both had work in the morning. <laughs> but we went and saw it anyways nice. in a theater alone. And it was awesome. Nice. Cool. Very good. I've yeah. heard a couple people say similar things recently. Oh, it's actually. great, dude. Interesting. It's great. Yeah. But what about it? So through great, it all like, what? and saw the movie. I don't know. It's like just the, the tone of anime is so much fun. Mm-hmm. Like... We, I mean, I can't really, yeah, speak to too much anime because this is one of it's, our it's first still, shows that we've gotten into. But like, it's just so overblown gateway. and so dramatic, uh-huh. and so. But it fun. owns it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah it completely yeah. owns yeah. it. And like the way they speak to themselves, that the, like the inner <sighs> monologue, right. is so much fun. Yeah. And like once you get into it after a few episodes, mm-hmm. yeah, like you get to create like a fun connection and like a che- like a cheesy connection maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. I, yeah, we enjoy it a lot, and it's I I mean, the action it the action in it is a lot of fun. I like, sure. I'm I'm into fantasy stuff like, I don't know demons like a yeah. world of demons. That's fun. Yeah. to me, I like that idea. The concepts from yeah. the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah like yeah. zombies. I've all, like since I was a kid. I remember. Oh, yeah, like, we wanting zombies. a zombie apocalypse because I was like this like I can do it. Yeah, which I, I definitely don't know if you could though. No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. But so demons Sl- Netflix is that uh, the show's yes. on? Or? Yep. Okay, cool. Netflix. Nice. Yep. What you got? I can go. Uh, I'm going to go for an artist this time or an album. Um, Which one? Golden Hour by Casey Musgraves. Mm. Ooh. Ms. Musgraves. Yeah. Someone recently, Ben and Sarah, close friends of mine, mm-hmm. recommended them, and I listened to it like once, immediately bought yep. it because yeah, I was super into it. It's like on sale yeah. on iTunes right now. I mean, it's probably not going to be by the time this comes out, but yeah, I don't know. If you still need it. Um, Casey. But yeah, it's not my normal. like No. No, but it's good. Yeah. I I I got into a her country. a little bit because mm-hmm. um she but. played a show with Connor Oberst, and yeah. um uh, I was like okay well if Connor's playing with her I'm gonna <laughs> listen to that a little bit and so I listened to it and I was like it's pretty good yeah yeah Casey Musgraves yeah. yeah awesome the album is great I love it yeah mm-hmm. yeah nice that's a good yeah I like I think that's a great that's a great like jumping in for it too and yeah. then kind of because I think her older stuff is even more like true country right so I think that is kind yeah, of this like, one's yeah. got like one feels a little more pop. What are you doing? Um, don't don't mess with the levels. But some of the ballads are great. Does that mess with that? Sorry. No, it's only oh. headphone stuff. I'm just well, saying. my levels. Then. Don't do it. Oh, I'm messing I with you. Sorry. Continue. <laughs> that, that was don't fucking it. touch it. <laughs> so, but I agree. Yeah. 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 There's more traditional or a couple that feel more traditional country. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple yeah. that feel a little more poppy on the album. But yeah. yeah. It works out As well. a whole, it's great. 
Um, I I want to just really quickly say the words mountain goats um, just so that I don't drop it because most every episode I talk about the mountain goats and I haven't yet. So I just wanted to get that. In oh, there. OK. okay. Um, so now I'll talk about the mountain goats today. But what I want to do is I want to do a companion piece to something I did for Bare Naked Ladies a while ago is I want to recommend the book The Anthropocene Reviewed by John Green. It is uh, mm. John Green, known as the author of Fault in Our Stars, Paper Towns, mm-hmm. Looking for Alaska, uh, one half of the Vlogbrothers on YouTube. I don't, you know something or two oh, yeah, about no, them. And um, I, I believe I recommended the podcast you during Bare Naked Ladies Are Us, which is this podcast where John reviews things about society and the world on a five-star scale and kind of brings in a lot of lessons of or li- thoughts on life, right? So mm-hmm. like he'll do a review on Canadian geese. But then we'll have all these mm. like stories and stuff that he brings into it, and it's really beautiful. Yeah. And um, the book just came out. Um, pro- I mean, whenever this comes out, about a month ago, and um, it's a lot of them from the podcast, a lot that are new from the pod, you know, that are yeah. just for the book. Um, mm-hmm. But they're really. I remember I was so excited when it when I got it and I read the first one, and I was crying by the end of the first two page <laughs> or like three page essay, and it's just really beautiful, poignant stuff. So the cool. Anthropocene reviewed uh, by John Green. Very nice. Yeah, beautiful. So, Fun, guys, that's it. That was wow. a good time. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Thanks for joining Thanks for us, Caleb. Where do where do the people check you out? Uh, check it out. Check it out. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no, check check it out. Uh, low phase yeah. on Instagram and uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. We're about to release uh, a bunch of stuff. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and then political lizard also Instagram Facebook. That's it. Don't go to any of my personal pages. Okay? Yeah, it's get, he yeah. gets some real right wing conservatives. <laughs> off <laughs> limits. You've been talking about five G a lot lately. It's been really, it's been interesting to read your thoughts on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm I realized five G in person. So five G and the Pope were so connected. Yeah, well, you'd be surprised, <laughs> sheep. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if you paid attention to what's really out there and what's really going on. <laughs> Open your eyes. <laughs> um, uh, what's the normal podcast stuff you're supposed to do? Um, if you've listened and you've enjoyed it, yep. mm-hmm. subscribe. Please. That helps our sponsors. Yeah, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, reviews are always cool, too, if you like it. Yeah. If you don't, don't review it. If you like it, leave all the reviews. Yeah, right. if you yep. d- Miles, if you're listening still. Miles is listening. Yep. And I wanna, I wa- I'm hoping he's like not paying attention, and then I say that, and he goes, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> if you're what? listening, leave a review. <laughs> Five stars. Mm. Miles is the drummer in, 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 in Low Phase, phase and yeah. And, he, and then, oh, and King Inc. And King Inc. Yeah, yeah. King Inc. Yep. It's mm-hmm. the best part of King Inc., I'll tell you what. <laughs> well, I'm like, also oh, on man. that record, Josh. <laughs> I know. He's the best part of King Inc. <laughs> he's like, I remember when we were uh, recording, not recording, playing the new songs that I wrote like earlier this year. Mm-hmm. There was like a drumming thing that I wanted him to do. And we had to keep retaking. He's like, no, I want to get this right. And I was oh, just yeah. like, I fucking love it, man. He's I very love it much, so much. He's very yeah. much like that. Yeah. yeah he's like, such a good In shows, yeah. he gets upset with himself. If he, like, I, re- I remember we used to have like band pep talks uh-huh. for yeah. shows like yeah. very cheesy ones yeah but he Ooh. he was like as long as i play right then i'm happy he's like wow. he, he's only worried about like his playing really rather than like thrashing yeah yeah and stuff but he does such unique thing like oh, i yeah. still think he's... of like when you think of um uh your your first band the mm-hmm. great indoors um step or steps or whatever it's stepping called. out no 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 oh, it was the third song on that album um with the drums on it <laughs> Sucking 50 guy. steps or 50 or 40 or 48 <laughs> or 50 what's the song called there's two there's a song called i think i'm thinking of 50 yeah what's that one that was you guys was it 
a drum and snap That one. What's his one? Yeah, it's just so you. Like he's just all. He's fantastic. That's why I wanted him to play on King because I was like, I had ideas for like drum fills in my head, and I was like, Miles, I know can do them, and fucking kills it every time. So. Shout out to Miles. All right. Yep. My rainy yep. day wreck, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> um, but thank Sweet. you, as always. Thank you. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Oh. Check us out our Facebook page. Yes. Coldplayrus at gmail.com if you got anything. Yeah. Thank you. Woo!